This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. And it's Ian here with you. And Guard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. We will start things out by going right to the phones and to the fun. Let's talk to Will in Hawaii on the amplifier line. Hello, Will. Hey. Uh, Well, today's November 5th, and as I'm sure most of your listeners know, there's a massive campaign today to try to... Um, bring as many donations as possible to Ron Paul's campaign today. There a sure hugely, is yeah. a hugely successful oh, campaign to man. bring as many uh, awesome. donations right. as possible. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, there's lots of organizations, good organizations, that are competing for um, freedom lovers' money. In, in the past, I've donated to the Free State Project, Downsize DC, and of course, I'm a Free Talk Live amplifier. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about all of those, they're, they're great organizations, but they're all really kind of long-term projects. The thing about Ron Paul's campaign is it's pretty much now or never. If, if he's not elected uh, or if he doesn't get the Republican nomination, then I, I can't see any other possibility of having a um, you know, libertarian-minded person in the White House anytime in the future. So I've, I'm, personally, I've decided to donate all of the money that I'm going to donate to libertarian-related things to Ron Paul's campaign. Just for the year? Um, yeah, for the year. Yeah. Um, but not only that, um, another thing I've been seeing online is some people saying, well, you know, I'm going to donate some today, but I'm also going to wait until Christmas. I guess apparently there's some move to you know, bring this Christmas present to Ron Paul or whatever. Oh, there's but, going to be another one of these. They call these the money bombs. Right. Uh, for those that don't know, there's this huge grassroots organization that's supporting Republican presidential candidate Ron Paul. And he's he's not a Republican like the other Republicans, if you've never heard of him. He's really a libertarian wearing the Republican uh, label, essentially, in order mm-hmm. to get into the debates and, and you know, get their get the message heard. Um, right. And and so there are these there's this huge grassroots I mean real grassroots real decentralized group of people that's out there self organizing and starting up all these wonderful efforts to uh, to help promote this campaign the Ron Paul campaign and this November fifth thing it's being reported it's been reported in the news today as being a campaign thing no this was something that was come up with by one Ron Paul supporter yep, one who, guy who right. then promoted the idea on the forums and on the internet and on Ron Paul blogs and that sort of thing and now as a result I'm looking at the graph you know it's that, unbelievable. there's a Ron Paul graphs website they're they're getting so many hits today they've had to ask people to limit their refreshing of the site to every 10 minutes I tried I typed in ronpaulgraphs.com and it took several several seconds for it to come up so there are a lot of people just sitting there watching the money go up and it's just dramatic the amount of money they've raised they had the, a, they had an update at uh, Wall Street Journal and I have to give kudos to the Wall Street Journal on their editorial side because um, uh, they had a piece on the on this uh, the November uh, this November fifth uh, dot com mm-hmm. uh, event and uh, he mentioned the individual who started it he mentioned the one hundred dollars that they wanted to get one hundred thousand people to donate a hundred dollars each and uh, he said by eight in the morning they already had three point two million dollars that's not true. I'm Something looking at like the graph that. here at about 6 a.m. It was up to $500,000. So they All managed right. to raise 500000 well, in the overnight hours alone. Right, but what he was saying, I'm sorry, um, there's, yes, both what, what both of you were saying is true and correct. Oh, you mean uh, total, total for, for the, the quarter. quarter right. Um, Gardner oh, said okay. the total for the right quarter. Now. What you're talking about is what they had at that I'm talking time. about today. I thought, I, thought they right. meant, I thought they meant from midnight to 8 a.m. No. I'll uh, have till, to recheck that. But 8 a.m. they had 700000 and then according to the graph, uh, noon it was up to about $1.6 
at 4 o'clock this afternoon, I presume this is uh, Eastern Time, that 4 o'clock it was 2.4, and it's currently about to eclipse three million dollars yeah it's just, awesome. just under three million okay so i'm sorry i think i interrupted you will if you could go ahead you're saying that uh, you're contributing a, a significant amount of money to the campaign you're right. you're redirecting your uh, your liber- libertarian or liberty oriented contributions to the ron paul campaign right and and also uh, what I, another thing i point i wanted to bring up on an individual basis i think if you're intending to donate a certain amount of money to ron paul's campaign this year it's a mistake to donate some today and then hold off some for Christmas because it's better that you donate as much as you intend to donate to Ron, actually to Ron Paul's campaign entirely right now. Why? Because, um, well, to, to get to win the, the key uh, early primary states, they need um, advertising dollars yep. so they mm-hmm. can you know, spend advertising and, and get the word out about Ron Paul's name because really that's the biggest problem. And... To get the advertising, they need to get the money as early as possible so they can get the best rate and to to basically ensure they get the advertising at all. And if you wait in, until Christmas to donate, that's probably too late to get really effective advertising out to a lot of the um, early primary states. Well, I guess if you have the money, then you shouldn't wait. But exactly. if you're somebody who is is you know on a tight budget, right. then yeah, obviously if you have the money, it's better to donate as early as, as possible. Yeah, now, I wouldn't recommend that uh, that everybody take your advice and cancel all of their liberty-oriented uh, <laughs> contributions, because if you cancel Free Talk Live's amplifiers... Oh, yeah. I'm not canceling as an amplifier, but I'm, I mean, I'm not raising my amp camp, uh, contribution or anything. Okay, you're not raising it. That's, that's okay, because if all of a sudden yeah. all of our no, amps I'm, I'm drop off, then canceling. we are dead in the water. Yeah, I'm not canceling, I, and I don't recommend anybody cancel, just okay. in terms of any new donations. Good I deal. I, I consider that already donated money. Well, so, so I just encourage everybody to donate as much as they can to Ron Paul's campaign today. All right. I think, they're, I think they are doing that. In yeah. fact, I believe I'll be putting in a contribution during the show tonight. Thanks for the call, well, Will. We appreciate also, it. Oh, yeah. a good look to Julia in her uh, yeah. election tomorrow. You know, we're going to give you an update on that here in a moment. Thanks for the call, oh, cool. dude. 800-259-9231. Uh, just a few minutes before the show started, I was pointed to on one of the the. Uh, few threads that are, that are out there on uh, nhfree.com and other other sites uh, about Julia's campaign my girlfriend in case you don't know running for city council in Keene New Hampshire and she's really stirred up the pot yeah. uh, th- i mean there's there's nobody else that's running against the incumbents for the the different ward seats here in Keene except for her and uh, she's managed to uh, already pull in two front page articles in the the local newspaper she's about she's getting her a campaign. lot of press and one of those front page articles came out today. It was about the fact that we talked about this and extended uh, an entire hour, actually, over the weekend on the show. We had her on the program and, and basically interviewed her about this. But essentially, the uh, New Hampshire Attorney General has threatened her with up to seven years in prison for promising to give her paychecks, if she's elected as a city councilor, to give her $500 paychecks, which would be four of those a year, because it's only two, two grand a year, uh, to give them back to randomly chosen taxpayers that live in her Ward, where Can you imagine giving taxpayers their money back? Mm-hmm. It's, this is an outrage. Right. And so, you know, we talked about that over the weekend, and the, the it made the newspaper today that that news because um, I sent out a release over the over the weekend about that, and that newspaper story that made it front page of this paper as of a few hours ago hit the Associated Press. Now, Excellent. it's not the full story; it's just a quick little blurb. Here's what's happening in Keene, New Hampshire. You know that sort of thing. But it's it's something, and it mentions the Free State Project, Excellent. and it talks about how the Free State Project is a movement of liberty lovers all moving to New Hampshire. It mentions Julia. I, uh, I was sort of mentioned in there as well. 
And uh, so Fox News has picked it up. WBZ in Boston has picked it up. Uh, WMUR in Manchester. And th- that's just as of right before the show. More so people a, might pick it up. It's a victory by... even if she doesn't win the right. campaign. It's yeah. great. It's fantastic. And it, 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 it not only does it help her, but it, it proves a point, which is a point that you brought up in an email to me, Ian, which is that she would just freely take the money that would be given to her. It would be her money, and she's giving it away. Somehow they find that reprehensible, somehow illegal, uh, somehow right. implying graft or corruption. But if she were to vote or promise to uh, vote to have higher spending for certain items. Right, it, whatever right. the like, interest group, group is. Exactly. Like every other politician. Yes, exactly. Uh, like and, Hillary Clinton from this brochure that uh, she sent out last week. Oh, Hillary. She wants to give people $3,500 tax credits well, in order to send their nice. kids to school and stuff. Sounds yeah. like bribery to yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, and, how's uh, that different? Well, and especially when you look at the earned in- income tax credit, those people are supposedly given tax breaks, but they never actually pay taxes on the income tax. Mm-hmm. They're given money back that they never gave in in the first so place. It's, a net it's money game. other people already gave. Yeah. yeah, right. That's the kind of thing Hillary says. Whenever they say they want to give a working class tax break, what they mean is they want to expand the earned income tax credit. Right. Perfect example of it. What crap. So yeah, I mean, there is no real fundamental difference there, except that Julia is serious about um, actually putting, allowing people to keep their money. And she's a serious small government candidate. The system, the status quo, doesn't like that one bit. So at this point, we've modified things, and she's now going to give her uh, paychecks away to charities and other nonprofits in the area. So, 800-259-9231. There's that update. We'll talk to you about whatever's on your mind. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Guard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where the features are totally free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, that is freetalklive.com. And the features include, by the way, archives, an entire year's worth of the show, front page of the website for your downloading convenience. Hopefully we'll be getting a torrent online for the entire month of October here sometime tonight. If I can get my stuff together. Things are crazy right now with this uh, Julia and I getting ready for the election. We're trying to make up signs. we got to waterproof them because it's going to be raining in New Hampshire tomorrow morning. We're going to be out of the polls. So we'll Nobody bring wants you, to hear your excuses. We'll get the bring damn torn you the online. results. We'll bring you the results, uh, of course, of, of her election uh, tomorrow night as we learn them. Oh, by the way, you can now save time and money on common legal matters created by top attorneys. LegalZoom.com helps you create reliable legal documents like your will or living trust in minutes. LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL to save 10%. That's LegalZoom.com as we continue with your phone calls about whatever you want. Let's go to Jamie in Kentucky. <laughs> I believe it's Jamie told you so. Hello. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, what's happening? I'm doing just fine. Are you on a speakerphone, Jamie? Uh, no. You sound kind of far off. You in a bathroom? I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's what the problem is. All right. What's what's uh, on your mind tonight? Well, I just wanted to say that uh, these gas prices are going up too high. The gas prices are too high? Yeah. It's like up to $3 where I live at. They, I heard today on the radio that you can expect to see another 10 or 15 cent jump within the next, oh, near future. <laughs> Real well, soon. It's the, it's the people letting it happen. You know, they keep on buying it. They're going to keep on racing it. Well, but there's, what do you, what do you want people to do, man? I mean, if you've got to drive to a job 45 minutes away, you're not going to get on your bicycle. Well, there's alternatives, though. If they have a diesel engine, you know, like, you, you know, they say everything goes up when gas goes up. It's true. Well, these diesel engine trucks can hold by old diesel. 
Uh, the biodiesel well, stuff is pretty neat, but most people don't have diesel. Well, I'm, I'm talking about these trucks that send the food, though, from the comp- uh, to the companies. Right. And they can use biodiesel, but no, they never use this uh, gas, diesel. Yeah, uh, but is there uh, enough biodiesel out there? I mean, as I understand it, when you are a biodiesel person, you have to go and actually find a Burger King or something like that and go and get their grease no, or get their oil. The, the government gives you some incentives to help make it. Well, you know, if you're talking about having Walmart re, uh, retrofit their entire fleet, and most trucks are diesel, uh, if you're t- talking about, I mean, that's a that's a huge amount of biodiesel that's going to be required, and I don't think there's anybody making it on a commercial well, basis. It's a lot cheaper to make, though. It's a do- when I last checked in on it, it was a dollar fifty a gallon. Well, there must be something funny. I mean, there there must be a reason why it's not being manufactured in you know in a major way um, because. Because we read a story on the air a little while back, maybe a year or so ago, about Walmart and all the different things they're doing to make their stores more environmentally friendly and their their truck fleet um, more efficient and that sort of thing. And biodiesel wasn't mentioned in that story. So I would expect that Walmart would be well aware of biodiesel, and there must be some reason why. Maybe it works okay for your little Jeep or something, but it's just not effective for you know an 18-wheeler. That's just my guess. I'm not sure. There's one more thing before I go. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, and plus, you know, there's electricity. You know, like uh, solar power. There's alternative things, but people, you know, like to hurt the environment. I don't well, think they I, like to hurt the environment. Yeah, and I got to tell you, there was a recent there was a recent study that was uh, released, and you can find a lot of the statistics out there that showed the uh, cost effectiveness of various forms of power. And the most cost effective is nuclear power. The least cost effective that's out there, generally speaking is uh, solar power, and uh, oil is near the top for cost-effectiveness. Natural gas is just above it. It costs about, uh, I think it's like uh, $7 per kilowatt hour for uh, for oil, $6 per kilowatt hour for uh, natural gas, $17 per kilowatt hour for, I, I believe it's for solar. What is it and, for nuclear? Uh, in nuclear, it's like a little over one. Wow. That's an amazing difference. Yeah. And, of course, uh, it's not necessarily the power company's choices to go with uh, with those other options. They're prohibited by federal law, uh, federal regulation, from building any new nuclear power plants. So yeah. I don't know if it's – I don't think, Jamie, that people are making the conscious choice to destroy the you environment. You a good point there. But uh, uh, that's why there's too much government and stuff. Well, that's true. Thanks for the call, Jamie. We appreciate hearing from you. As always, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Let's go to the amplifier line and talk to Brian in Colorado. You're on the on the air, Brian. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. I had a couple of uh, comments about November 5th and Guy Fawkes Day. But, the, uh, but uh, Gardner, the thing about the cost-effectiveness, yeah. you really can't. You really can't look at those numbers because they figure oil at eighty dollars a barrel or eighty eight mm, or whatever yep. it was today, and they you know gasoline at this. But if you count the trillion dollars that we're spending over there to get oil, you know you're talking about a, a two hundred or three hundred dollar barrel of oil when you mm. count all that stuff in. Yeah, that's, that's a good right. point. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And, and they don't do that in the in the you know economic things because they look up at the gas pump and say, well, it's you know two eighty five today, <laughs> but it's not. It's twelve eighty five. Right. It's essentially it's a subsi- <laughs> subsidized uh, price. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I I uh, I have been watching the uh, this November fifth, which is just genius. I mean, it's uh, yeah. it's uh-huh. not Ron Paul. Uh, he's not his campaign staff. In fact, they're trying to not say anything at all about it. It's just a bunch of uh, activists or one guy. 
uh, you know, convincing a bunch of people to go up there. I mean, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It really is amazing. Uh, again, just before we started, we'll give you updates periodically throughout the show just to give you an idea of how much they are raising, how fast. I mean, it's it's hard for it to sink in that this little Ron Paul campaign could possibly have raised $3 million in less than 24 hours, but that's exactly what is happening. Right, and, you know, they're going to they're gonna discount it. They're going to poo-poo it. They're right. going to do whatever they possibly can say. You should have heard that. Did you hear the Wolf, Wolf Blitz? report on CNN uh, no. today? No. Was that? Here's how they here's how they poo-pooed it. They uh, were talking about how great these numbers were, but then they they said, "Well, we can't be sure these are real until the final uh, FCC, uh, FEC election reports come in at the end of the quarter." And they said that a few times. We're not sure. Now wait a minute. Are you telling me these are pledges or are these actual credit card contributions that have come through? Well, but of course they didn't have a Ron Paul um, uh, campaign staffer right there to answer no. the question because the fact is they are credit cards. The girl did say they were credit cards, but again they then said, "Well, we can't." confirm until the end of the quarter and that's fine well they they they, they you know it's, it's not it's not it's, it's like these uh, you know polls that uh, uh Sean Hannity complains about uh you know they're, they're voting over and over again it's not <laughs> only 3 million dollars donated it's 1 dollar donated 3 million times mm. that's a good point anyway so I, so I went up today and I was going to give 500 dollars yeah and then I thought you know I needed something some little more significant than that mm-hmm. so I uh, I ended up pledging 804 dollars and 70 cents why what's the relevance well, I figured that I could have bought an ounce of gold today, but that eight hundred and four dollars and seventy cents that the gold is today uh, would be it would re, uh, create a much better return if uh, Ron Paul got in the White House. Very nice. I would agree. True. Any other thoughts tonight, Brian? Yeah, I was looking up there, and apparently on Guy Fox Night, which is tonight in in England, mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a traditional um, a meal is uh, Grody Dick. Oh my it's, God! Uh, what is that? <laughs> it's also called Grody Pudding. Uh, grow tea with a tea. It's uh, it's uh, meat and or, you know, beef and uh, leeks and onions and uh, oat groats, which is a, part, a way of creating oats for a very uh, nutritious uh, uh, way. Hmm. And you just kind of boil them all for 16 hours, and then it kind of comes out on this mush, and you eat it. No, so I don't. That tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I'll nope. stay away from that. I've, I've got a nice uh, sandwich from Panera. Isn't Guy Fox like uh, what, he was a, a pro-Protestant or pro-Catholic uh, revolutionary or something? I mean. So this is a Catholic or Protestant meal? It's a British meal, man. It all tastes the same. (laughs) Thanks, Brian. (laughs) Appreciate the call. 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Uh, Obviously, the Ron Paul campaign really exciting. A lot of people tonight making news, making headlines. But there's a lot of other stuff to talk about, including the TSA and its numbers. It's Free Talk Live. It's time to pick a candidate, a serious candidate for president, and start moving forward. That candidate is George Phillies. This is George Phillies, Libertarian for President. I approved of this message, paid for by Phillies 2008. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free, 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Guard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site totally free, so enjoy those on us once again. Freetalklive.com, and the features include the bulletin board system. We've got a lot of posts there, over 300,000 of them, as a matter of fact. Serious issues and fun stuff. You'll find them all discussed, and they're all totally free at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. It's your only choice for more personal freedom and smaller, less intrusive government. To learn more about joining the Second American Revolution, go to freestateproject.org. That is freestateproject.org. Once again, 800-259-9231. 
uh, updates again throughout the night on the Ron Paul this November 5th effort going on uh, as we speak, raising tremendous amounts of money in less than 24 hours. Uh, We'll keep you in the loop on that. But in the meantime, we take you to the airports of America and the TSA. Now, we've talked about the TSA a lot on this show. Uh, We've talked about just... The failures that they've had, the just the huge failures, 70% of bombs and bomb parts yeah. go completely unnoticed by their screeners. Guns, then knives. There's, you know, then there are the lives of the people that they've just roughed up and, and just urinated on, basically. I mean, yeah. for lack of a, uh, a better term, they've just, they don't care about you, and they treat you like they don't care about you. And it's just, you know, there's no customer service. It's the government. They don't care. They're not interested in, in you know, you being happy. All they're interested in doing is inconveniencing you. And, of course, they get to cash in. It doesn't well, matter how it, bad they, they are. They don't want to inconvenience you. They do inconvenience you. But what they want to do is they, um, you know, they want to catch the, the guns, knives, and bombs. They fail largely, or at least half the time thereabouts um but you know that it, it's because they're not incentivized properly um and they want to put on a good show f- to make everybody feel better about the idea of flying but I, I i feel like it could be done so much better by the airlines themselves well right you, you can't really incentivize them properly because they're a government agency and they can never really be subject to market forces like demand and supply and you know all the other basic all things. those other evil things that socialists don't seem to like right so it, basically they are going to get paid whether or not they find the bombs they're going to it doesn't matter they they've been very consistent in failure <laughs> over the last 6 years or 5 years however long they've been around very consistently failing but yet the bureaucracy continues to expand they continue to get a bigger bigger and bigger uh, bigger budgets more and more bureaucrats and again the cycle just repeats itself failure begets more failure begets bigger bureaucracy begets more failure and on and on and well, you know you know I just have to say it's so funny because you hear the politicians tell us you know, the fact that there hasn't been an attack on us on American soil since 2001, that's no accident. Well, you know what? If you look at the, look at the statistics, it is an accident, and it's mostly due not to your diligence or your vigilance on the TSA side or on the Homeland Security side, but the fact that the, the, the terrorists just haven't gone that route. If yeah. they wanted to, they could have killed thousands of people by now. And absolutely. I mean, it's absolutely absurd to believe, and it's just sort of like this neocon fantasy, essentially, to yeah. believe that this, the reason we haven't been attacked is because the CIA's out there just swatting those terrorists down like flies. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. and in the meantime, they claim credit for it. After the British bomb plot from Heathrow last year, we had the Homeland Security Chief Michael Chertoff saying, uh, we're inti- we were intimately involved in this. They weren't intimately involved in it at all. They, uh, the only intimate involvement they had in it is sort of like you know a guy coming in finding out that his wife has slept with another guy. He wasn't intimately involved in any way whatsoever. He found out after the fact. The deal is the intimate involvement was they kept it quiet when the British <laughs> told them about it. <laughs> you know, the other thing about these guys is that the ones, the plots that have come out, the evil terrorist plots that they've supposedly busted up, yeah. you know, because of their awesome undercover work or whatever, usually turns out to be an FBI agent or CIA agent or whoever it is that's on the case, usually turns out to be a government agent provocateur who goes around and tries to stir stuff up, who goes around and finds, you know, easily manipulable people and suggests to them that they, hey, let's get together and bomb something. 
You know, he suggests <laughs> yes. to people who hadn't thought of bombing anything in the past that, well, we should get together and bomb things. And then, you know, and then once they forward. have the conversation, they're guilty. Right, exactly. So that's what most of it's been. They really haven't done much. And the fact is, if somebody in America really wanted to go blow something up, all you need to do is learn how to make a bomb and know how to get the, the materials. Go to, The Anarchist Cookbook is available online for free. Uh, now, of course, now I've used the term anarchist. It's not the... We're That's not bomb-throwing anarchists. No. Those are the bomb-throwing anarchists. And anyway, the Anarchist Cookbook has a bunch of bomb-making recipes in it, stuff that you can make bombs with, you know, common household chemicals and things you can find at Walmart. I don't know how much damage that's going to do, but a bomb is a bomb, and I'm sure the terrorists know much more creative ways uh, to, to build bombs from scratch. So it wouldn't be that hard to strap a bomb to yourself or hide a bomb somewhere and and set it off, not necessarily on an airplane, but, you know, at the side of a building, underground in a subway, yeah. whatever. I'm not trying to give anybody an idea here. All I'm saying is... I'm sure whatever idea you might have, they've already had it. Right. All I'm saying is there are 300 million people in this country, and the idea that the, the CIA is keeping tabs on everybody to prevent bombs from going off is patently absurd. Yeah. So... Speaking of the TSA, it's the original point of bringing this story up. The Associated Press. Now, remember, the TSA hasn't been doing so good on its its own tests, right? Because the agency has a the red team. And the red team goes through and it tests the TSA agents to see if they can find these bomb materials. Well, looks like the statistics are finally going to change in the favor of the TSA. How's that? Things are getting better over there at the TSA. Mm. The, the, the red team's going to be more fair to no, the TSA. No, no, no. The Transportation Security Administration, according to the Associated Press, touts its programs to ensure security by using undercover operatives to test its airport screeners. In one instance, however, one instance that they were caught at, uh, the agency thwarted such a test by alerting screeners across the country that it was underway, even providing descriptions of the undercover agents. The government routinely runs covert tests at airports to ensure security measures in place are sufficient to stop a terrorist from bringing something dangerous onto an airplane, which, of course, we all know they aren't sufficient. Alerting screeners when the undercover officer is coming through and what the person looks like might just defeat that purpose. Maybe. But that's exactly what happened on April 28, 2006, according to an email from top TSA official who oversees security operations. In an email to more than a dozen recipients, including airport security staff, this official warned that, quote, several airport authorities and airport police departments have recently received informal notice of security testing being carried out by the Department of Transportation and the FAA. The email relayed an alert that described a couple who were testing security. The woman is white but has an Oriental woman's picture on her identification card. They will print a boarding pass, uh, boarding pass from a flight, change the date, get through security if not noticed, and try to board a flight and place a bag in the overhead. Because the pair had altered the date on a boarding pass, the email advised... Alert your security line vendors to be aware of the subtle alterations to date info. So the inside information, the TSA is giving up its own inspectors, basically, to well, its own staff. They're, they're, they're tired of failing so bad. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Gosh, this, this 50, 75, 90% failure rate, this, this makes us look bad. We need a... We need a better failure rate. Do something rate. about that. Now, as usual, when government gets caught red-handed doing something, or when a government agent gets caught red-handed, the agencies respond with this line. The TSA Inspector General is investigating the incident, and the agency would not discuss details of the case 
Because it's part of an ongoing investigation. Absolutely. You well, wouldn't want to hold these people responsible. And you know what's nice about it is while they were spending time keeping their eye out for those TSA people, you know, so they could get a better score, that took some time away from actually looking for real, real people. people. Sure. Good job, guys. <laughs> that makes me really want to fly. So these guys are just amazing, aren't they? First it's FEMA with a fake oh, press conference. Now great. it's the TSA essentially outing their own security <laughs> screeners. Outing, the, outing their testing process to their own employees. But here's what uh, some representative wrote. Any effort to undermine the integrity of covert testing of the TSA screening checkpoints is unacceptable. <laughs> maybe, maybe Valerie Plame should be working for these people. God. It's so easy for these people to feign as though they actually are upset or angry about this when this representative who made that quote, he knows, he must know that nothing fundamental is going to change about the TSA. They can get behind their podiums and pound them as loud as they want to and talk about, it's unacceptable. We're going to make sure something has changed to, to stop this uh, from happening in the future. I'm not sure what that's going to be, and the TSA isn't talking to the media, so uh, mm-hmm. well, we'll get back to you. <laughs> and then four weeks later, everyone's forgotten about and it. And they're yep. all going to have raises next year. More on the way. You can take control of the airwaves. Uh, airwaves. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Garg. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, so enjoy those on us. And if you want to help support the show, go shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You know Amazon. They're the world's largest Internet retailer. They sell just about everything, Uh, 41 categories of products that you can shop in. And when you enter Amazon through that link, amazon.freetalklive.com, you will be sending us a percentage of your purchase, or Amazon will be sending it to us. And it's really great. You, You do the same shopping, same great prices, same great free Super Saver shipping deals, same huge selection. It's just that when you check out, you won't see it anywhere, okay? So it's kind of confusing. Some people send me the occasional instant message or uh, email or whatever. They say, well, I, I'm not sure if they give you the money or not. Well, I don't really have a way to pull up your individual orders. I can't see what you ordered. But trust us, if you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com, we will get a percentage. Likely it will work. In fact, uh, Gardner... Yes. is going to be publishing, or is publishing, as we speak, his brand new book. And it will it be available, is. and actually is available, on Amazon. I yes. have gotten the word, and today, tonight, is the night. It is now available at Amazon, and they what can is do this it book? right through. It is uh, called Live Free or Die. It is my first nationally published book, and it includes essays and articles on economics, history, ethics, political philosophy, constitutionalism, and uh, also work my father did. uh, When he entered World War II, he brought some black books with him, and he would include aphorisms and wise sayings from Aristotle, Jefferson, people like that, and he used to write his own, and we always wanted to get his published. So his aphorisms introduce various sections of the book, whether it be free market economics, uh, free market economics approach towards education, Mm -hmm. uh, those types of things. And there is also, for people who are disinclined to be reading political philosophy or economics, 
Uh, there are uh, short fiction stories in there. Oh, wow. And, uh, cool. Yeah, and there's an unproduced script from my time when I was at The Outer Limits. I put a, a screenplay in there. It's pretty <laughs> damn cool. Yeah, there's no, there's certainly no shortage of uh, the written word in this book. It's, it's big. a monster. It's, yeah, it's, it's really big. big. It's available. Folks, go to Amazon.com. It rivals the Bible. In, uh, it's big. It weighs four pounds, and it's 480 <laughs> pages. It's like, so you're getting your money's worth. Now, nothing's worse than going to buy a book and having it cost 20, 25 bucks, and it being less than 100 pages. Oh, I know. You know? Especially so really, some of the esoteric things that we pick up are very expensive sometimes. And you're getting your money's worth with this book. I mean, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And, of course, it's Gardner's book. It's called Live Free or Die. So go to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com and uh, pull it up and thank order you, it. And maybe and give it to a friend you, or something for a Christmas gift because yeah. it's that time of year. Yeah, get it for Christmas. Grab it. It's got a great picture of the old man on the mountain on the cover. And it says Live Free or Die right across the top. So if you're a free stater, you want to learn about New Hampshire... And, of course, you already have political economics background or, or instincts. Grab it. Read it. There's stuff in there about von Mises and all sorts of stuff in there that you're just going to like a lot. And the short stories, I, I think you'll find to be a blast. 800-259-9231. Uh, by the way, Gardner's uh, website is libertyconspiracy.com, as yeah. an aside. There's a link over there, too. Yes. Uh, 800-259-9231. If you go through Gardner's link... A percentage of the cost will go to Gardner. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But if you go through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com, it'll go to us. So, you are fighting over so those three quarters, aren't now you? Now you've got That's choices right. to make. That's right. Um, all right. So we're going to talk cops because, well, why not? <laughs> a woman says Bradenton police traded money and drugs for sex. Now, usually the corrupt cop stories come in the form of drugs. Just, just something about drugs. Either taking money from the evidence locker or stealing money from a suspected drug dealer or actually stealing drugs themselves, reselling them on the street. Usually something about that, but sometimes sex comes into play. Well, power and sex have a tendency to be linked. The, the kind of people that, that want to get into power will often use it to get sex. I, I would imagine also that, you know, that that's just the way it is. Power and sex are, go together. Yep. Uh, so the story's from Bradenton, which is uh, where you used to live, Mark. It, it's my hometown. I was, uh, you know, from Bradenton. Maybe you know this lady. On May 30th, a woman in jail on <laughs> prostitution charges. I don't think so. Was pulled from her cell by a Bradenton <laughs> police internal affairs officer and taken to police headquarters. According to jail records, for three hours, Dawn Marie Gibson said she described to the investigators how she had sex numerous times oh, with nice. <laughs> on-duty Bradenton police officers in a patrol car. At a substation <laughs> and in the backs of alleyways. Oh, my. What's, said, the, what's the call code for that? I don't know. <laughs> when you're calling back. No, she said uh, the officers gave her money and crack cocaine and offered her protection from arrest in exchange for the sex acts. The head of the police department's internal affairs division acknowledged that Gibson was taken from jail and interviewed. The day after the interview, Bradenton police officer William Anderson resigned. Two days later, another officer, Larry Pritchett, also resigned. At about that same time, decorated undercover agent Pete Biddlecombe took a leave of absence and then resigned five weeks later, despite a service record that included recognition as Officer of the Year. Officer oh, of the wow. Year is uh, yeah. doing wow. a crack whore in the back alley. Oh, yep. my God. <laughs> By the way, this is also an interesting point. I mean, we were talking about a Nothing corrupt cop story. Nothing classier than Bradenton, let me tell you. We were talking about a corrupt cop story over the weekend. And in that case, it was the top narcotics officer in, I think it was uh, New Haven. New Haven, Connecticut. The top narcotics officer, the head of the narcotics division, he'd been in the, on the force for 39 years. Yeah was also caught stealing money from a drug dealer. I mean, really, it is so true that the corruption rises through the ranks in in these bureaucracies. They always try to tell you, whenever you bring up one of these stories, that... It's an isolated oh, incident. 
No, just a bad, just a few bad apples. But the bad apples are at the top of the tree. I mean, they're all over the place. Bad roots. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole tree is rotting to the core. Uh, and now here you go. I mean, the uh, the officer of the year for weeks, Police Chief Michael Radzlowski, refused to discuss Ms. Gibson, her allegations, or even whether there was a formal investigation into the actions of the officers. The uh, chief has long said there's no active, in, or long said there is an internal at, an, an active internal affairs investigation regarding one of the other officers. On Friday, the chief acknowledged that Ms. Gibson was interviewed, and he said that at least some of her statements about having sex with the officers are believed to be true. Because there is the chance that you know <laughs> this is just a crackhead making up a story. But now you've got confirmation from the police chief. Yeah, he says, I did her in the back alley, too, so I know that the rest of the guys must have. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, they told me where her mole was, and I <laughs> yeah. you know, had, uh, to, had to check. <laughs> he said that the officers were never under any formal investigation because they resigned before su- supervisors could initiate an inquiry into possible misconduct. So does that mean it's legal? If the if the cops quit before they can be investigated for having sex with a crack whore and, tr- you know, trading drugs and money for sex with a crack whore and protection, yeah. if they just resign before the investigation starts, they're scot-free? There's no, well, like, prob- probably after the, the fact? Uh, it's, it's just not as important to investigate them at that the, point. The statute of limitations just expires when the police officer quits his job? And it, isn't it? Oh, that's just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. uh, apparently, again, another one of the officers resigned after the inquiry was started. Two officers didn't make statements to police officials. One of the others did, addressing an allegation of misconduct that happened two years ago. All three officers, who cited personal reasons as the impetus for their resignations, worked in a street crimes unit <laughs> that targets the union told them to say. low-level offenses such as drug peddling and prostitution. Gibson is an admitted prostitute and drug addict who's been arrested four times in the past seven months and recently gave up her four children for adoption. Oh, God. Gibson's Said she came to know the officers oh, involved. Were the cops parents at all? That <laughs> oh, could be. After an officer approached her about becoming an informant, an offer she says she refused. Now, isn't it interesting to point out that this prostitute and so many other prostitutes, they get arrested, they get you know put in jail, and they're right back out on the streets. Yeah. Can anybody really make the argument that this system does anything at all to deter? No. Uh, these it people gives, from continuing gives the to cops crimes. something to do, people to push around, and you right. know what's great is uh, it also gives the Johns extra money. So you know they're spreading the wealth. Oh, wait, how does that get the Johns extra money? Well, you know since it's illegal, the Johns, you know they get extra because the the women can't really go out into the marketplace and become their own bosses, form their own uh, the for profit agents. I mean the pimps. I mean, the, 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 the pimps. Yeah, the, the Johns pimps. are getting hosed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the pimps. And and you know what's interesting about that. Uh, in a way, what they're doing with her is clearly, you know, they're saying, hey, if you're a prostitute for us, we'll trade you this. It's not going to be monetary trading, but mm-hmm. we'll trade you this. So these cops were the Johns for this woman. They That's were just correct. giving her something else. Yep. Gibson uh, says that she had intercourse with officers on five occasions while the men were on duty. She also claimed she had oral sex once with an officer in his car. She said she told internal affairs investigators that the acts occurred in unmarked cars, in alleyways, or in Bradenton parking lots. And she said she once had intercourse with an officer on a metal chair in the Safe Street substation. Gibson claimed an officer once had oral sex with her and gave her five pieces of crack cocaine, which, again, isn't surprising if you understand the way these these cops, they deal. I mean, the fact is, many of these corrupt cops have drugs on their person or in their police vehicles, their cruisers, that they can utilize to plant on people they don't like. Or or to to get uh, information. I mean, likely if you need to get information from a a person who deems crack to be valuable, it's it's, a little crack. It's, It's important to have crack on you. 
She said the men offered to protect Gibson and her friends looking the other way if they were caught up in undercover stings. And when she turned down the offer to be a confidential informant, she said the officers remained persistent. They tailed her to her mother's house, picked her up outside of motels, drove her to remote parts of the city. She's just getting in the car with these guys? It's just amazing. Hour number two is coming up. You can take control of the airwaves. The corruption continues. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. Bring up anything. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, we are launching into hour number two of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free. 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Guard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, all the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Again, keeping you up to date on the Ron Paul situation. This is November 5th, and of course that is Guy Fawkes Day. For those of you that's, uh, that have seen V for Vendetta, you're probably very well familiar with uh, the significance of November 5th. And that's why it was chosen to be the day, the biggest, probably the biggest day of Ron Paul's fundraising uh, in, in his campaign yet. Well, it's the biggest day in his fundraising, and it's the biggest day of any fundraising ever in right. the Republican Party. According to or at least at least in in this particular election. Correct. Right. According to the Ron Paul campaign, so far in the two thousand eight election cycle, the biggest day belongs to Mitt Romney on January eighth, and that's, those are Republican candidates. He raised just over three point one million dollars and then uh they did it. <laughs> now they've beaten Mitt Romney. So <laughs> and there's there's a, a full four more hours left in the day. This is great. The amount of money they've raised has eclipsed 3.1 million, and it is just going up and up and up. There doesn't seem to be any stop. It's not leveling off. There's a graph that you can look it's at. It's amazing that, graph. That shows you it just it's just going to the sky essentially. Uh, let's go to the phones and talk to William in Maryland. You're on Free Talk Live, William. Yeah, hi. You talk about Ron Paul a lot, and I want to ask why why do you support Ron Paul? Okay, well, why don't you start, Mark? Um, I like Ron Paul because he has uh, been consistent so far in being a small government kind of guy. Uh, Lots of Republicans say, I'm for smaller government, but you see what happens when we elect Republicans. I mean, 2000 to 2006, pretty good example of, um, you know, what happens. And it was disgusting. Um, Ron Paul wants to uh, lower taxes for everybody. He wants to shut down the IRS. He wants to... uh, you know, pull us out of Iraq. Um, you know, lots of uh, the Democrats are saying, "Well, we should get out of Iraq." But what are, what are, what are their plans to leave troops? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. I, I'm just looking for a guy that's going to do what he says he's going to do, and then he, only, uh, he wants to pull the but, troops home from around the world, not just Iraq. Does, does he does he actually have a chance of winning in a Republican primary? But by the looks of it, he's getting lots of uh, um, lots of donations. Uh, he has won um, most of the Republican straw polls out there. He's won most of the online polls. He's uh, you know he's polling at uh, 7.4%. And these polls are sh- skewed. These are the telephone polls, which only go to you know old people with telephones. Right, old people, registered Republicans. The thing is, though, is what is the majority of the Republicans? The majority of Republicans are just nuts. They're pro-war theocrats. And I don't think that, that like the average Republican would vote for Ron Paul. Well, I also don't think that um, any of the the average Republican. I don't think any of them out there is enamored with any of the candidates. Um, you've got Mitt Romney, who is 
by their account, not mine, their account is likely... They seem to like Giuliani. I don't know why. Why in yeah. the world would they like somebody who's anti-gun and pro-abortion? Well, they just, for some reason, because of 9-11. Like, uh, yeah, that's what the, just, that's they, what the they, media they is telling you. Something. The media is telling you that Gi- Giuliani's great. I just don't believe it for a second. Um, I don't think the, I, I, I'm in New Hampshire. I have never seen a Rudy Giuliani sign. I'm at least seeing Mitt Romney signs. I'm not even seeing Rudy Giuliani signs. I don't think anybody, I don't think he's going to show up that well. And also, you, you can't, you can't believe these polls. The way they ask these questions are, um, so, who are you going to support? In the, are, are you a likely Republican, uh, primary voter? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yes. The, the thing um, is, if you look it, at every Republican, Ron Paul is the only anti-war Republican how many Republicans? Like, how, what percent of Republicans do you think uh, would want us, the troops to come home if they had a if they had like a poll on that, for example? I'd say about fifty-fifty. Uh, oh, no, it depends on which Republicans you ask, because the Republican base today, you're right about that, William. Most of the Republicans today are indeed in favor of the war, but that's because the Republican base has been decimated by these big, war, uh, big government warmongering Republicans over the last decade and a half, and you know all of the other Republicans who used to be small government Republicans, now they're just, independents. you know, they've found that they're just somewhere else. They don't, they don't care what's going on in the Republican Party. So the people that are answering these phone polls are the hardcore neocon Republicans. Uh, you know, any Republican is better than anything else. Kind of people that will vote for as long as it's got an R next to their name, they'll vote for them. Those when kind of people. When were the Republicans really for small government? Like when did they actually reduce the size of the government? Never, no, never. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, yeah. Right, they're they're liars. Most but, of them are but, just but, scum. But I mean, you know, not just the Republicans. I mean, you, the Democrats lie. But the to, Democrats lie don't. To their well, base no, too. now wait a minute. The Democrats don't claim to want to reduce government. No, no. no. So you got to give them credit. For they're going to make government efficient. When has, I've when never heard them claim that either. When has um, would a Democrat ever made government efficient? And they're out there for the little guy. When, That's a big lie. When has the uh, the, those, I think that a lot more liberals and Democrats are learning more about economics. I agree that Democrats have historically supported a lot of stupid policies like the minimum wage, but I still think that that's going to change. I think they're going to adopt like more liberal, like uh, libertarian, like economic policies. Well, well, we're still waiting. I mean, that'd be wonderful <laughs> if they did. That'd be fabulous. I'll vote for one when they do. Yeah. But um, right now, we've got Ron Paul, who in fact does. Right. And that's what a primary's for. A primary's for you to go out and support the guy who you think is the right one. And not whether or not you think Ron he can Paul win. on immigration and gay rights and abortion? Uh, I'm sorry. Immigration, gay rights, abortion. Yeah, Which one? Give me one of them. He is okay. Uh, immigration. Immigration. Ron Paul's for uh, you know basically stopping the flow of immigrants into the country until we can get our house in order. Which I I, I don't agree with him. On I'm that not point. agree with. I don't agree with right. him on that particular point. But you know what? What are you going to do? Do you want a candidate who's? Do you see a candidate out there that's uh, like Ron Paul but supports uh, you know a free market and immigration? Well, I'm a liberal. Well, actually, no. The Evan Bay. I, I know he he reduced. Uh, Who? He, uh, he had rec- a record-breaking tax cut in his state. That was one Democrat that was sort of going that direction. I don't even yeah. know. I mean, you know, is he running like, for president? I don't, even, I don't think he's even running this time, I don't no. think. He's yeah. not. No. So, again, there's nobody out there with the history of voting for a, a, in a pro-liberty way like Ron Paul. I mean, the, all of these, most all of the Republicans are a bunch of lying scum, but Ron Paul, if you actually look at his voting record, he really does do what he says he's going to do. He said, you really elect me. I don't think he's going to win because, like, the, I think the average Republican is just insane. Do you think I, we're going to be better off with Hillary Rodham Clinton? 
Uh, no, I think I think that Hillary Clinton is just basically a neocon. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I, and I can't like predict what's going life. to happen in uh, you know in the primary vote. Hopefully, more than just your average Republicans are going to show up here in New Hampshire, for instance. All of the undeclared voters and the majority of voters in New Hampshire are undeclared, or the plurality of them. Um, there's, I think it's well, like 44 percent or something. New Hampshire. Yeah. I think there's a good chance he could win New Hampshire. If he wins I New Hampshire, then then he could win any other state. And you, you realize know, what struck, the, yeah. you know what the the percentages are of a person who wins New Hampshire going on to being the president, right? I mean, I know that'll be helpful for him, but I still don't think I don't I don't know. Well, well only time will tell, uh, William. You know, Thanks yeah, for the call, man. Your we expert political it. analysis is, is appreciated, but I mean, right. he, he wins New Hampshire, man, he's in there. And and William, I think it's it's notable to to mention that you describe Hillary Clinton as a, pretty much a neocon. Yeah, and if you same. actually look at it, you can pretty much describe the neocons as liberal Democrats because in most cases the liberal Democrats. You look at Lyndon Johnson, hardcore hardcore socialist and pro war. Mm-hmm. Amazingly, uh, Hillary yep, Clinton, hardcore like socialist Lyndon and pro war. Uh, the neocons, pretty much socialist and pro-war. Sure. Uh, the only one who is apparently not hardcore socialist or even middle-of-the-road socialist and is not pro-war is Ron Paul. I would just like to say that I'm glad that the people that are supporting Ron Paul don't have the attitude that William does. Like, oh, there's no way I can win. Yeah, I mean, like, every, all the candidates suck. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the, the world is going to end tomorrow. I'm what are you going to do? I'm sitting at a little uh, campfire thing with my, my friend Mick and his wife Sarah, and uh, it's a birthday thing for them, and they have a friend over, and this guy apparently is not very well-versed in political philosophy or anything like that. Mick and I are both libertarians. We're sitting there, and he goes, Oh, why are you going to vote for this guy, man? And this dude is a little firecracker of a, mm-hmm. of a guy, you know, a former military guy, a tough dude, knows martial arts. And, uh, you know, you don't really want to get in an argument with this guy because it's not <laughs> going to turn out pretty, especially if he's drunk. So uh, he's sitting there. He's like, Why are you going to vote for this guy? And we said, Because nobody else deserves our vote. Yeah. And I disagree with Ron Paul on the immigration thing, although I think Ron Paul probably sticks to the dictum that was mentioned by Milton Friedman just before he died. He said, You cannot reasonably think that you are going to be able to com- combine open borders with the welfare state. He has pointed that out. When we right. had him on the show, I did talk to him about the immigration issue, not in as much depth as I might have liked to because right. we were short on time. But I get the feeling that he's pandering to some extent I think to right. the Republican base in yeah. order to not alienate them. He certainly isn't going to get elected by saying we're going to have on that one issue. He understands that a prohibition on immigrants is going to fail as the drug prohibition has failed, as any other prohibition has failed. So he gets that, and he understands that welfare needs to be rolled back. And then he's even said things like, then we want immigrants once welfare is gone. So he's pro-immigrant. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything toll-free. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Guard. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, totally free, so enjoy those on us. And those include the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com to see what that's all about. Shrine.freetalklive.com. And your mattress was likely manufactured using all kinds of disturbing chemicals. Does this bother you? Well, it bothers some scientists, especially in the case of young children. Savvy Rest Mattress are made of 100% natural latex rubber, organic wool, and organic cotton. Try their crib mattresses, too. SavvyRest.com for the sleep you've been dreaming of. That's SavvyRest.com. So we just got off the phone with William in Maryland, who is a... I 
would say a little bit on the pessimistic side about the Ron Paul's chances. Yeah, I, and I, you know, I understand where he's coming from. I, I don't know if I'd put even money on Ron Paul winning the uh, presidency. I don't at think this I point. would either. But I'm I'm a bit pessimistic myself, just because I know the system is just corrupt to the core, and they don't want Ron Paul to win. And of course, the other the fact is, in many of the states where the primaries are going to be happening early. It's already too late for people to change their party registration. So if you are a Democrat in New Hampshire, for instance, and you want to vote for Ron Paul, you're just SOL. You right. can't, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing you can do at this point. So there are definitely some factors about the system that are working against Ron Paul. Does that, does that mean it's completely impossible? Right. No. Well, I, I know what's going to happen if nobody, uh, uh, you know, makes an effort. And, you know, if the guy didn't come up with the, this November 5th.com, then, uh, you know, all this money wouldn't have gotten, wouldn't necessarily have been donated. Over $3 million in less than a day. Right. And they certainly wouldn't have gotten the news story out of it. And so if I want if I expect other other people to go out there and do something for Ron Paul you know, it's reasonable to expect I would go out there and do something for Ron Paul. I'd donate money. I'd, uh, you know, stand on the corner and hand out leaflets. I'd mm-hmm. put signs in my yard. You know, something. I've done all those. And I really can't think of anything else to do. But, you know, I'd do it if somebody thought of it. I'm going to take my shirt off for Ron Paul to get people to, to vote um, or to, to send money. You know, and if I don't, if nobody does anything, then I know what we're going to get. So why wouldn't I do something? By the way, Mark, you were right about something. Uh, you, you touched on say it. Say that again. <laughs> mm-hmm. You you mentioned that that Republicans were pretty divided right now mm-hmm. about who they were going to vote for, and I'm trying to see if I can find the article. I saw it on Drudge today. It might have bumped off by this point, but essentially it was backing up exactly what you were saying. Right. That, that people that, that fill out, you know, well, how much do you support Giuliani? Like. Uh, you know, very much so. Uh, I, I support him. I, I sort of somewhat support him. You know, that that kind of thing. Yeah. And you'd be surprised. People really don't know which Republican they want. And there's yeah. a reason why they don't know which Republican they want. There isn't a real Republican out there. you right. got McCain, who, you know, everybody who knows that he's sort of a, a you know, a hybrid Republican-Democrat, uh, you know, uh, consensus bringer kind of guy. So he doesn't have the uh, the hardcore base. You've got Giuliani, who is... Pro-abortion and anti-gun. Right. Well, that alienates uh, two two portions of the uh, Republican base. You've got Romney, who is, you know, he's of a religion that's sort of new on the scene, and a lot of people are going to consider him a cultist. And, Mormon. Uh, he's a Mormon, yeah. and that's going to that doesn't alienate the base, but it certainly doesn't motivate the, uh, the a lot of the Republican base. Right, and the other guys don't have anything. Right. Like Fred yeah. Thompson yeah. has, uh, you know, he was he he was a flash in the pan. He's gone. Well, yeah, uh, you know, I, I was talking about Fred on the show today. He was on Meet the Press yesterday with an interview that. Uh, he sounded great and everything. He doesn't have a chance. He's not going anywhere. Nobody but showed up it, to see him when he was uh, in Iowa. <laughs> now, Ron Paul, uh, you know, I wanted to mention that that guy who was asking my friend Mick and me uh, about why we would support this guy, Ron Paul. Oh, he doesn't have a chance. He doesn't. What are you? Why are you? Why are you going to throw away your vote? You said, look, you know, my vote is not something that all the other candidates can assume they'll get. I'm not throwing my vote away. My vote is mine. I possess it, and I can give it to the individual to whom I think deserves it. He's Mm -hmm. got to prove that he deserves it. Why would I give it to somebody else just because I think he has a chance to win if I don't agree with anything he stands for? Especially especially in a primary. Especially in a primary. In a primary, there is no throwing throwing away a vote. Anytime. Assuming that the Republicans could count on my vote in the first place, and they damn sure can't. It is so stupid. Because I vote my conscience. I vote, um, you know, the candidate that's right. But assuming they could actually count on my vote, I am voting for a Republican. Right. The candidates don't lead me. I 
decide for myself. It's sad how many people, you know, have that, oh, you're wasting your vote mentality, and that's something the libertarian candidates have been fighting against forever. Right. Um, which is, to, to answer William's original question, why do you support Ron Paul, my answer to that is because, well, he was a libertarian candidate for president back in 1988. So, I mean, if even if that's all I knew about him, that would be enough libertarian credibility for me to go ahead and He's vote for him in this case. libertarian street cred. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but the fact is, beyond the fact that he ran in 1988, he's also had a tremendous record in Congress of voting no, 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 no on virtually everything that comes across his desk. Mm-hmm. And he's well known amongst libertarian circles as the libertarian congressman. That's so right. there's no doubt in my mind. In fact, most libertarians, a significant a supermajority of libertarians, are not actually even paying attention to what's going on with the libertarian party right now. I couldn't tell you what the Libertarian Party is doing. I know they're trying to raise money to get their candidates on the ballot, but most Libertarians are, are sending their money to, to Ron Paul because he really is the principled yeah. candidate if you love liberty. And there's just no bones about that. And now, think- here's the other point on uh, why Ron Paul has a good chance to win, because the pro-war vote is divided. Mm-hmm. There are right. a lot of Republican warmongers. There's let's no doubt. Let's say it's 50-50 or even 60-40. Those pro-war people have to choose between Giuliani, Romney, McCain, uh, Thompson, any mm-hmm. other, right. Huckabee, mm-hmm. and, yep. and all the rest yep. of those Hunter. people. Yeah. You know, Duncan Hunter. They're, they're going to split their vote amongst those five, six candidates. 33% Ron Paul can win. Right. And, 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 yeah, that right. is an excellent, uh, if, excellent If Ron Paul point. gets 30% in New Hampshire, he, in New Hampshire, he likely does win New Hampshire. If he wins New Hampshire... Um, it changes the landscape completely. Mostly, uh, you know, mostly as far as historically um, how things go is if you win in New Hampshire and your party, and you're the winning party, you're the president of the United States. Bam! That's how it goes. It doesn't happen... Historically, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't happen all the time or anything like that, and, and these are just statistics. That doesn't make it true. Sure. Um, New Hampshire doesn't elect the president. They just, you know, do a primary. But... It, it 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 has credibility. People they're going to start paying attention, and the the media has to pay attention. They have to take Ron Paul seriously if he yeah. gets thirty percent in New Hampshire. And, you know, I got to say, Mark, either way, you're going to be satisfied. If Ron Paul gets it, mm-hmm. it's just incredible icing on the cake. If Ron Paul gets second or third, if he gets third in New Hampshire, Ron Paul is has made a significant impact, and his ideas are going to be dealt with much more seriously because that sends a warning shot across the bow. Uh, you know, just as a couple anecdotes to mention to you gentlemen, uh, if it, I was online today, I had to look up the New Hampshire GOP to, to get their website and make a phone call. I mentioned this to a friend of mine on the phone. And um, and it was interesting because when I put in into Google NHGOP official, the first hit was not the New Hampshire GOP website. It was the Ron Paul 2008 for president <laughs> website. Well, I'm telling you, Ron Paul's going to get 20% in New Hampshire. Yeah. If Ron Paul doesn't get 20% in New Hampshire, I will clean the station bathroom. <laughs> I, clean I, my I, office? I, 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 did I say your office? I said the bathroom. <laughs> oh, okay, right, the bathroom. That's, that's, that's already pretty clean, though. So, you know. but it, she does a good job. But, you know, yeah. There's a reason it's clean. It's because people clean it. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, the other but, thing I about mean, this... Absolutely. He's going to get 20%. I totally believe that. He's got 7 in the old person poll here. Yeah. I'm not going to go out and predict any percentages or anything like that, but the, the other reason to support Ron Paul, beyond the fact that he could win, is that even if he doesn't win, it's the best libertarian outreach effort in the history of libertarianism, and that's worth supporting just on its own. Uh, more on the way. Your calls as well. 800-259-9231. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. 
With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free. 800-259-9231, the toll-free sickle CAI line for you, 1-800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And guard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site completely free. So enjoy those on us. And the features include the wiki with over 1,400 pages created by listeners like you. It's like the listener-editable version of our website. Head over to uh, wiki.freetalklive.com to get interactive there. That's wiki.freetalklive.com. And are you having trouble getting the restful sleep your body desperately needs? Before you reach for addictive pills, try the Sleep Generator. It's a CD that uses scientifically engineered audio frequencies that interact with the human brain in such a way that it almost forces quick, safe, and non-addictive sleep. So if you're really having trouble falling asleep, go to highspeedsleep.com. Remember... For deep, restful sleep, it's highspeedsleep.com. You know, those drugs are that, that, that people use for, for sleep can be addictive, and, and I think that any alternative to that is uh, probably something that people should look at. Oh, yeah. 800-259-9231. That's the cycle CAI toll-free line. All right, let's go right into the phone calls. Talk to Shane in Ohio. Shane, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Gardner and Mark. Hello. Hey, Shane. Hey, Shane. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, well, uh, I'm one of the... Um Palestinians or whatever it is the bloggers are calling us today. I'm not huh. sure what that is. Well, they they like to make up those those little names and instead of Ron Paul, instead of Ron, instead of Palestinian as Palestinian. Oh, just whatever they're making up today. Okay. Um. Anyways, um, I'm a pretty young guy, 22. Never really big into politics. I think I voted for Kerry last way mm-hmm. around, and I felt filthy about it afterwards. Yeah, don't worry. There, there wasn't any way to walk out um, not feeling filthy. <laughs> oh, there was. I voted for Michael Badnarik, and I felt fine. You might have felt fine, but you knew, but, but you're, you didn't think your chances were very good of winning, did you? Oh, was, that a particularly that. Good, was that a particularly good feeling? I don't, go into a, a, I don't go into an election hoping to win. I mean, I don't go in to vote for the person who I think is going to win. It's what we were just talking about, I, I, Mark. No, it, it's, it's not entirely that. Don't you feel a lot better about Ron Paul? Well, yeah, I do. I feel, I feel fantastic. Right, because he's going to win. Because uh, he's got a much better chance of winning than good, sure. Mi- you know, Michael Badnark. But at least great. I didn't feel guilty. Well, that's you that's said. That's no, no, I didn't it. say guilty. I said dirty, Ian. Right, I would have felt he dirty. Dirty had I voted for a Republican or a Democrat in that case. So yeah, I would have felt dirty. Please go on. I, I you know, I'll, I'll beat my partner up on the break. <laughs> um, well, even if he didn't have much of a chance, it's um. You know, I've, I've really gotten um, a lot of excitement about the the idea that there there's there's a there's a movement about people actually being involved in politics instead of pundits and newscasters and um, you know the so-called uh, you know the the people who sanction who's front runner worthy and not. And um, I guess my question was, you know, I'm, I'm pretty new to libertarianism in general, uh, and this is a result of, of me looking into Ron Paul and, and his history. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was wondering, do you see, do you see this whether he gets the nomination or not? Do you see this turning into more of a grassroots, uh, young people uh, getting getting together and starting to support libertarian and small government causes? I I think it's a great question. Outside of outside of the uh, the, the drug war, of course. Mm. Well, I don't know if the libertarian movement has really been. Uh pigeonholed into the, the drug war effort, although I guess that's the impression you've gotten. Um, yeah. 
but I, that's a great question, and there's no way for me to answer it. I mean, it'd be total speculation. I would love to say, yes, this is going to blow up into a huge pro-liberty movement that's going to transcend Ron Paul and is going to go on until uh, liberty takes over the country again. I mean, certainly that would be wonderful, but I don't know, because I also know that the other side of this, the coin here, is going to be that if Ron Paul doesn't succeed, there's going to be a tremendous amount of burnout. That's a lot of these a people problem. that a lot of these right. people that have said things like, Ron Paul cured my apathy. You know, that's like one of the cute little quotes that's going around, and I love it. It's yeah. great, because he's a doctor, so he cured the apathy. Um, you know, well... After Ron Paul loses, if he loses, then those people that had previously been apathetic are going to have all the reasons they need to go right back into being apathetic again. Right. And when, when you're emotionally involved in a campaign, and I've got to say I am emotionally involved. I've donated money to Ron Paul. I've never donated to a politician before. Um, you know, when you're emotionally involved and, and then loss comes, that does not feel good. And, right. you know, it is, it's, it's, there's a, a funny manifestation of it from the backside, which is that you've been burned so many times in the past, you've become so jaded that you you get you get like me for a long time, which is well, you go at a you certain have a j- jaded level. Backside? No, uh, but y- you go at a certain level. You never expend super amounts because you know, hey, you know what? It's really not in your best best interest to do that. So you go at a sort of a marathoner's pace. Yeah. You know, you say, okay, I'm in You'll this for the along. long term. I'm yeah. not going to sprint because at the end of the sprint, right. I know I'm going to end up, you know, not winning the sprint. A lot but of people in this just case, sit, sit the race out after that. Yeah, though. you know what? I think it's funny though. Uh, looking at this, and and it'd be interesting to see what you have to say on the other end of the phone line because uh, I think in this case. There might not be as much burnout as people think because it's just – I think people are looking at Ron Paul as this is gravy if he gets it. We're excited. We're hoping that he can do it. We're going to push as hard mm-hmm. as we can. But I have a feeling afterwards there's going to be a pretty sizable percentage of people that still have their fingernails locked in to that beast of politics. And they're going to be riding in a little more because they're going to be that energized by the freedom philosophy. I think that much is true, but um, Shane, what do you think? What's the impression you've gotten? How would you feel if Ron Paul doesn't succeed? Shane? Did we lose Shane? Oh, for, oh there he is. For, for the country, of course, but um, uh, me personally, I, I think uh, I think with um, this pro-liberty movement, I've, I've found my home. Um, Excellent. You know, I, I ran across a, a great quote the other day about uh, Republic, conservatives wanting to be your daddy, um, liberals wanting to be your mommy, and uh, libertarians treating you like an adult. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think that just summed it up real nicely. Think about Absolutely. it this way, uh, you know, I I really love a lot of underground music, and I remember when I was first getting interested in music, there were some radio stations out of Boston that we could just get on the periphery. I lived in southern New Hampshire, and they would play this underground stuff, and it was just amazing. And the underground music, you kept thinking, well, maybe it's going to hit big, maybe it's going to hit big, maybe it's going to make it. And it would never make it. Mm-hmm. But what you do is you would hook up with other people who discovered the same thing. And that drove you further to go see cl- go see bands and s- go to the clubs and support the bands. And, and you always hoped and always hoped. And then all of a sudden, Nirvana hit in the 1990s. And, and the reason, Day. yeah, and, and Green Day. And the reason they did, the, the I actually know the guy who signed Green Day. His name was Mike Gitter. I went to college with him. Hmm. He used to, you know, he used to put out a little fanzine that was, you know, 50 cents. And he, he did it with newspaper clippings and glued it all together and stuff. He ended up working for Atlantic Records and signing all these punk bands because 
after a while, he had been in it so long, he got in a position of power to be able to get these guys in. So I think that in, in a similar way, that, that energized feeling of, okay, we're still in the underground, we're still in the underground, but you know what? I'm finding people who feel the same way as me. This is great. That's, That's going to keep people going for a little while longer than, than typical politicians uh, unlike Ron Paul. And I think that, I think that um, and Shane, good, and thank you for finding the Liberty Movement, and, and I hope that you stick with us, and I hope you continue to expand your, uh, your mind and learn more about freedom and liberty and and hopefully we'll hear from you again thank you for the call 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll free line now Garter you had touched on this interesting concept of you know us liberty loving people over time we Mm. keep getting burned and we get burned and we get burned and so we don't want to get involved as much so we don't get burned as much yeah and I feel like that is you know it's definitely affecting me to an extent and I'm I'm a pretty good activist I get out there and I do outreach and I go out I've got my radio show and I I do a lot of activism in general yeah. but um uh, for instance I can I can see in, in my political contributions I didn't give as much to the Badnarik campaign as I gave to the Harry Brown campaign and I have not given as much uh to the Ron Paul campaign yet <clears throat> as I did to the mm-hmm. Badnarik campaign mm-hmm. now I could probably will get there and I'll probably be sending him 100 bucks here tonight at some point during the show yeah. uh but that that's sort of that same effect. It's like, oh, do I really want to keep throwing money into this? I mean, I've got yeah. mortgages to pay, that sort of thing. But yeah. also, I think that concept or that mentality is tainting my answers to the to his question. You know, his question about, well, what will happen if Ron Paul doesn't succeed? Well, I can't really, you know, honestly, I mm. can't really judge that because. All I've had experience with is the failure of libertarian right. Your campaigns. Your rational expectations don't go on those lines. Right. Yeah. The, the Ron Paul campaign has exceeded anybody's imagination. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has gone far and above what anybody ever thought that he would be able to do. And this uh, is the this... money, the volunteers, the effort, the. It's just been well, incredible. This is where this is where my rancor or my long-seated ill will or distrust or frustration with the pop media really comes into play because I think, look. Even if Ron Paul doesn't get this, I want to slap those media people so hard and show them that they have disrespected some people who are pushing back, and they're going to push back harder and harder and harder as time goes along because they found each other now. I think you're right about that. I think that there's going to be, there's inevitably going to be the burnout factor, but I don't think it's going to be as hardcore as it's been in the past. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up anything toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. And, of course, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where all the features are totally free. Lots of stuff there. We give it all away, unlike those other radio talk show hosts that want to charge you for accessing their website. So enjoy at freetalklive.com. And if you want to help support the show, you should go shopping with us at the Free Talk Live store. Get yourself some Free Talk Live merchandise like Free Talk Live hats and T-shirts and hoodies. I'm going to have to buy another hoodie. Why is that? Well, I got the medium-sized one and put it through the wash. Uh-huh. And well, it's just, I mean, it still fits me, but you know how it is when things are cotton, they shrink. You've got long arms, too. Yeah, the long arms, so I'm going to have to go with the large. Should have got the large like I have. Yeah, I should you have. You traded me by medium for a large. Uh, but <laughs> and anyway. I probably got shorter arms than you. <laughs> so, uh, so... Head on over well, to store.freetalklive.com. Well, I have the large. We'll see whether it, it's a good switch or not. I don't know. It's pretty tight on me, man. You know, I saw a lot of those types of things when we were uh, together last uh, last winter at the uh, Liberty Forum. 
Yeah, there's going to be even blast. more of them now, I bet. Yes, indeed. Because uh, people guys, had a year to, to buy them. And actually, we didn't have the hoodies back then. Right. So now we've got the hoodies, t-shirts, and it's going to be yeah. cold, yeah, and you're going to see a lot of hoodies. Cause Bumper stickers, yeah. It's going to be January. Yeah, people would be wearing their T-shirts, uh, you know, over sweatshirts so that they could see them. Yeah. You, got <laughs> you know, we ought to, you know, I was just thinking, if there are enough enough women there, we ought to... No, no. No. Okay. <laughs> you know what I was thinking. I'll, I'll keep it quiet. But anyway, know, but go to the store, have, folks. We do have ladies T-shirts, I can tell you that. Specially uh, designed for the ladies. The What do they call them? The baby doll tees, and I there, believe. There is okay. a pool in the whole... Anyway. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> there, the, we do have uh, we don't have white shirts, but we do have the, the ladies' tee is pink. It is darn nice. I do see where you're going there, yes, Mark. Oh, I mean Gardner. Yeah, yeah not um, Mark. No, not Mark. Laura, <laughs> not like Mark. <laughs> I am still single, ladies. Does ladies, Laura listen well, to the show? No, okay. she wouldn't be caught dead. One eight hundred. Love saying that. Sometimes she listens. Store.freetalklive.com. Our number is eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Still, still talking about the Ron Paul campaign. Yeah. I, I mean, it's gonna be hard to get away from it tonight because, in case you're just tuning in, Ron Paul has raised. I, it's not even Ron Paul. It's his supporters. Ron Paul's supporters today. They organized this all on their own. The campaign was not involved in any way. The supporters have turned out in droves today and raised over $3 million for the Ron Paul campaign, setting the record for maximum or for the most amount of money raised by a Republican, any Republican candidate in the year of 2008. It's remarkable. It should be on the Seven. front page of USA Today tomorrow. It should be there. It should be there. They should have an article in Time Magazine next week talking about this. This should be on ABC World News tonight, tomorrow night. Well, it's it already made Fox ABC. News. It's made ABC's uh, website. That much for sure is Good. for sure. And, of course, uh, the, the day's not over yet. I mean, we're doing this show Eastern Time. It's not even 9 o'clock. There's a full other three yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ought to mention money. how they how they can get over there if people want to do that donation. We should do that. It's RonPaul2008.com. Right. Yeah. And um, he's at almost, just just a couple of bucks shy of uh, 6.4 mil. Oh, man. That's not in one day. That's total for the quarter. Right. That's total okay, for the quarter. Right, right. And, um, and you know, three, so it's three because I, I had it wrong earlier. Yeah, I thought it was a little over. Three, about 3.3. 3. Okay. So he's raised almost half of his entire quarterly total mm-hmm. in one day. Right. Here's, an, here's another example of the phenomenon of the Ron Paul campaign. Uh, was it Friday? I think it was. We had Tom Lazardo on, uh, who is a Ron, longtime Ron Paul advisor to the congressman and now on his campaign. And uh, so he came into the studio over my show. And and if you go to the Liberty Conspiracy site, it's the second one, second sound file down if people want to hear the interview. LibertyConspiracy.com. Yeah. It, thanks, Ian. And, um, but absolutely amazing because when we've had other candidates on, you know, they'll, they'll be on, we might get one call, maybe two. Hmm. No, no, we extended the interview with the Because it was this going man. so well. Yeah, and we didn't even get to all the calls. It was wow. call after call after call after call. I didn't get to half of the things that I had planned. It was the last hour, and it was awesome. It was so great. And and that is a great example of what happens. I think I'm going to mention with you guys here, if you go to YouTube, uh, maybe we emailed each other about this. You go to YouTube, put in Republican debate, boom, it's two pages of Ron Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it, it really is. I mean, Ron Paul dominates the uh, the online world, and people are talking about him. One, right. Another point I'd like to make is um, this guy Fox Day. Um, it's you know, v, the movie V for Vendetta. You mm-hmm. you see the uh, the guy who's portrayed as an anarchist. Guy Fox is is por- portrayed as an anarchist. He's pushing the, uh, the 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 little cart full of explosives underneath Parliament mm-hmm. in 1604, and he's going to blow the place up. You know, and think whatever you want to think about Guy Fawkes um, and, you know, how silly it all might be. 
this is the young people that are doing this donation. Yep. Uh, yeah, this right. is not 50 plusers that are doing it. They're, those are the people that are plodding along every day. They're they're you know they're coming in. They're donating their money. The dinner that Ron Paul went to out in uh, California, like thousand dollars a plate, was mm-hmm. mostly men in their 30s. Yeah, and awesome. this is this, these are the people that are going to get excited about Guy Fox Day. They're going to be excited about V. They're you know those are the people that are supporting, and they are coming in. Now those are also the people that are not. Counted in these polls, right. they are completely, the phone polls, uh, yeah, the, the gallops, the, the, the ABC News, all those right. polls. Right. In all the major polls that are out there, they they call people up on their telephones who happen to be home, okay, Hello. who happen to be home, and you know they're going to answer. I like answer. that Mitt Romney. He's a nice fellow. Oh, right, you know, mm-hmm. and and th- that kind of nonsense. They have a they have a home phone, you know, and somehow yeah, the they cell catch phone these callers aren't being considered. Nope. And you know, they, this this discounting, I think, guys, of of Ron Paul's support, whether it's one of those Fox Dynamics things where they have people calling in, and and you know that if Ron, if Ron Paul were not the leader and it was some other guy, they'd t- be saying, oh, this is a very serious poll. Which is, you know, these guys they don't care one way or the other as long as they try to make Ron Paul look bad. But if you look at some of the some of the phenomenon about the very fact that, for example, getting all those phone calls on our show, somebody could discount that and say, oh, well, they just had a bunch of organized people calling your show. Well, what does that tell you? It tells right. you they've got, got organized, organized people, people and the other guys don't. Where are, the, where are the organized people that are calling for Giuliani? Where yes. are the organized people that are calling for Romney? Right. I mean, now, now to a certain extent, there is. A, I, I, I think there's a certain amount of inertia built into that system, don't you think, Mark? Of the big guys being able to count on the people who are sort of lazy, and they'll say, oh, these are my offerings I can take from this TV dinner or this TV dinner. Do I want the Swanson or do I want the, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and and Ron Paul is the freshly cooked entree that they've never seen before, and they actually have to get up and cross the floor to get it, you right. know? So uh, with that terrible analogy uh, stated, <laughs> uh, I'll just remind people that there's nothing like that in my book. It's all really good. But anyway, uh, but I think there is a certain amount of being able to count on these people going with the standard rather mm-hmm. than taking the risk. But those young people, you hit it. They're not considered in the polls because a lot of them haven't voted yet. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not right. considered they're, in the polls because they don't have home phones. They use cell phones. They may or may not consider themselves Republicans, and you don't necessarily yes. have to be a Republican to vote in every Even Republican Even if they have home phones, libertarians are more likely to have the privacy option, so their yeah. members won't be listed. Right, yeah, I, I do. Take it. Let's go to the phones uh, and talk to Jason in Virginia. You're on Free Talk Live, Jason. Hey, Jason. Yeah, there. Did oh, you get shocked by your phone? <laughs> it's on uh, your mind. Sounded like it. What's up? my ear. Hey, uh, been listening to you guys since, uh, let's see, May of this year, May 28th exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think I've caught every single podcast since then. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. What's on your mind tonight? <laughs> hey, well, I'm, uh, I just gave $100 to Ron Paul on his, uh, on his website. Nice. Excellent. And uh, I want to let you guys know that I'm a, I'm a member of the military-industrial complex, and I still... Uh, I'm a pro-freedom guy. Does that mean you're a military <laughs> guy or an industrial guy? Uh, both. I, I was in the uh, Navy for six years, and now I'm, uh, I'm a contractor. Gotcha. All right. Yep, lots of people uh, you know, get it in, from the military or donating to Ron Paul. Ron Paul's these, number one in the military, These right? are the people that believe in peace. They've seen what it's yeah. like on the other side. They want to be home yeah. real bad. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah no, one, uh, no one I know, I know a lot of the Navy guys, and... Uh, Nobody likes to be out at sea for uh, more than six months at a time. Well, mm. most of them don't even like the six-month thing. But sure. I can't imagine they do. <laughs> so you've seen, you personally have seen a lot of Ron Paul support in the military. Uh, actually, I have not. I put a, uh, I, I talked to my friends and I've been telling them about them. Most of them don't even follow politics, and they're like, so 
So who's this Ron Paul guy? Interesting. So I've been uh, doing my best to, to spread the word a little bit. Mm-hmm. I put one of those uh, big 18-inch uh, stickers on the back of my car window. The vinyl stickers you got from uh, RonPaulStuff.com? Ron Paul stuff. Yeah. It's a good yeah, site. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's been getting people coming up to me at work saying, hey, what the heck's up with that? Interesting. <laughs> so then I might tell them about Ron Paul. That's And uh, most of them are pretty impressed, and they go, wow, I'm going to have to check this guy out. You know, it's really just fantastic. I mean, Ron Paul is sort of the the fantas- libertarian fantasy candidate almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in that so. we've we've always wanted to see, you know, what would it be like if a libertarian were to actually get into a debate, you know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they've never let it happen. And right. now they have to let him in. They're not letting him speak very much, uh, but the things, the points he's making, the things he's saying are getting people's attention, and he's, he's obviously a completely different person than the rest of those Republicans, and that's, what, that's exactly what it would have been like if, if Harry Brown or Michael Badnarik or any other libertarian would have been able to, to actually get into a debate. He would have cleaned their clocks, yeah. and that's yeah. what Ron Paul is in the, in the process of doing. Thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. More calls in yours as well, if you make it. People still want to talk about Ron Paul. We'll give you an update on their fundraising here in a moment. We're checking in on, uh, like, basically on an hourly basis because they managed to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars an hour. I wish I could do that for our AMP program. <laughs> More on the way. You can take control. Hour 3 is coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free. 800-259-9231 as we launch into hour number three of the program. It's Ian here with you. And Guard. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And everyday people use America's second most popular currency to transact business in a proven, positive, peaceful, proactive, and profitable way. Go to LibertyDollar.org. Stop using their money. Start using the Liberty Dollar and return America to value one dollar at a time. LibertyDollar.org. Let's go right into the phone calls here. Mark, pull up the numbers, the latest on Ron Paul. We'll uh, give our listeners the update because we're doing it hourly uh, because he just continues to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars on this one particular day, raising millions of dollars in just one day to add to a grand total of how much in the quarter? Just shy of uh, 6.45 mil. Oh, well, he'll definitely crack 6.5, if not 7, by the end of the night. Yeah, I'm, I'm 6.5 is uh, pretty much a given by the end of the show. Yeah. Um, I'm curious as to whether or not they're going to make 7 by the end of the night. It's, it's doable. I mean, they, they pulled 500,000 in the first six hours of the overnight. And everybody's up right now, so yeah. I don't see why. I mean, I haven't sent any money in yet. So I, I went to RonPaul2008.com as we were discussing during the break. And what's neat is not only do they update the information every few minutes about the the donations, but also they put names down of the people if they choose to have their names identified mm-hmm. and their locations. Now, I don't think that they get a choice. You're donating to the president. Your your name's identified. Well, I don't know if they. You know, I'm not sure how it works. But uh, now they're up to six uh, six point four five five million. 
Uh, but it is neat because I keep looking and seeing whether or not I might recognize somebody. You know, odds are against it because there it are is. a lot of people donating to Ron Paul. These aren't just your the libertarian core. Yeah, these are your average Americans that are you know stumbling onto Ron Paul from whatever message or outreach it was that they stumbled onto him from and getting excited and doing something. I think the average contribution to the Ron Paul campaign is forty dollars. So there's. There's no big money behind this campaign. There, he doesn't even accept corporation contributions. Let's awesome. continue with the phone calls and talk to Jeremy in Montana, listening on KGEZ. Hey, Jeremy. Is me okay? We've got you. What's on your mind? Yeah, I was just thinking um, about how we know the system's rigged to screw us. You know, even in Ron, Ron Paul Jones, I mean, uh, <laughs> I've donated my money and everything, but... I, I just want people to know not to lose heart. Just this could be the beginning of a battle. We know how the system's rigged, and and, and how they can, uh, like George Bush, use his brother Jeb Bush down in Florida recount votes so that he could get in there and win. And they can manipulate this thing into a thousand different reasons. And, and so this, but like you were saying earlier, Ian. Um, this is a revolution, and the top of the well, – we're on top of it, you know, and we're donating yeah. our money, and it had we're to, doing what's right. It had to start sometime, and I think you're right. I mean, this is the very uh, tip of the iceberg as far as what this could possibly turn into, this meaning the Ron Paul campaign. Uh, we had that call earlier that asked, well, what's going to happen if Ron Paul doesn't make it? What's going to happen to all these supporters? I think that we should take the uh, optimistic that's approach. That's what I say. Don't give up. It could be the beginning of the fight. Absolutely, yeah, Jeremy. Well thanks said. for the call, dude. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. What are you grinning about, Mark? No, I, I was just thinking to myself, I, I loved Jeremy in Northern Exposures. Never never saw it. <laughs> uh, let's talk to Paula in Florida. Paula, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Yeah, hi. Good evening, boys. Hey. Uh, thank you so much for what you're doing for Ron. And anyway, as I'm doing right now, I'm calling TV stations, mm-hmm. you know, local news stations, and they said that they want to, you know, interview the presidential candidates. Mm-hmm. So I've already got one in Jacksonville and getting another one down in Gainesville or in Orlando. But anyway, I called Jim Lemno, and we need people to call their local news stations good and idea. see That's if they'd be willing. That's a fine this will help immensely. Paula, that it, might be your best idea ever. Thanks for the call. We're going to end awesome. it there. 800-25, before you get into the crazy stuff, 800-259-9231. <laughs> she just thinks different about some things than you yeah, do. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but no, that's a fine idea because news directors and people that uh, – editors or at newspapers, they're always looking for a story. And why not just throw one in their lap? Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, if if you're doing something to support Ron Paul in your local um, neighborhood... That's even better. That's even better. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a lot of people have gotten them, unfortunately, for uh, the government trying to get them to take the signs off their lawn. Right. Um, you know, it could be a variety of things. You could think of different ways. I'm sure that... Uh, the um you know the the rebel uh, revolution or whatever with the Wookiee um waving here probably got a Ron news. Paul Rebel Alliance yes the Ron Paul Rebel Alliance I'm sure they got some news <laughs> somewhere and you know just those kind of things can get you some local attention therefore Ron Paul some local attention that is a fine idea eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one to Ed in Pennsylvania Ed you're on Free Talk Live hello hey gentlemen hey what's hey, on your mind this is a great night isn't it yeah yeah oh, sure it's exciting yeah. you know um I just want to make two points um. You know, I have felt um, you know, all my adult life as if I'm uh, a non-entity, I'm marginalized, and, uh, you know, my views don't count. Uh, and, um, 
you know, they won't even allow these kind of views, you know, you know in the past to actually um, you know, be discussed. Yeah, in, in they get no play. Mm. You know, I feel like the the money that Ron Paul's raising is sending a message of, you know, we shall not be marginalized anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. And they're still trying their darndest. I mean, I just saw the interview that he did with, I think it was CNN over, I think, Sunday night. Uh, Soldad, I think, was the woman's name that uh, that interviewed him. Soledad. Uh, Soledad. And, yeah. um, and she essentially called Ron Paul a flake mm-hmm. on the air. And he countered it right back by saying, well, what I think's flaky is the U.S. government's monetary policy, printing money from thin air. I think all these other politicians are flaky. And he did a really great job of turning around what was basically an ad hominem attack into uh, making his own, making his point. Well, you know, there again, um, you know, we are so steeped in this kind of non-thought that, uh, you know, passes for the media and everything. It's just unbelievable. But... Uh, Certainly, he's making a difference. Hey, there's one other thing I want to draw you guys' attention to. Yeah. Are you guys aware of uh, something called HR 1955? Uh, it's a Violent Radicalization and Homegrown Terrorism Prevention Act of 2007. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has been described as some sort of uh, chill on the freedom of speech. Well, I, I just want to quote uh, chapter and verse, just real short, one sentence, um, where it defines uh, violent radicalizations. Okay. Um, this term. Uh, means the process of adopting or promoting an extremist belief system for the purpose of uh, of facilitating ideological-based violence to advance political, religious, or social change. Yeah, thought crime. Uh, I guess it, it does mention violence there, so I guess... It does not... mention violence, so uh, that's why we don't qualify, because we don't promote violence on this oh, show. Oh, absolutely. But, right. And well, still, nonetheless, they are moving in a direction towards more and more control over speech. Whether or not this is their, uh, you know, the the ultimate uh, ends, I don't think it is. But they certainly, you know, they got free speech zones now. When the president goes out and speaks, and there's certainly a lot of ways where speech just, well, isn't as free as it used to be. That's true. Hey, uh, if I may, just one more thing. You may. You guys have a great show, and uh, I do really enjoy Monday nights. Uh, Gardner, you're really good. Hey, thanks a lot. Thank I really you, appreciate Ed. it. Appreciate the call. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. So as we continue to uh, to cover the Ron Paul campaign, I think it's good to be optimistic. Yeah. I think that I think that what we've seen here is sort of an awakening. Where, this, oh, go ahead, Aaron. Sorry. Well, well, where people who hadn't really, people who were feeling like Ed, that had felt completely out in the cold, like, oh, you know, there's no one cares what we think. Yeah. No one's talking about Nothing our issues. Nothing is ever going to happen. No one's talking about our viewpoint. The system's rigged. We can't even get in. Now, all of a sudden, this Ron Paul comes along, and he's he's energizing people. He's taking people like Ed and, you know, flipping their activist switch on again and getting them out there to get out there and do things and, and come up with original ideas and innovate. And that's what we're seeing with this campaign. And I think that even if Ron Paul doesn't make it through the primary I think that a lot of those activists are hopefully going to keep their switches turned on, and they're going to keep uh, cranking out new ideas, and they're going to keep cranking, you know, maybe get involved and run their own local candidacies. Who knows? I just, I'm going to stay positive about that, because this is yeah. completely different than what whatever has come before. The best libertarian campaign couldn't even come close to this. That's an excellent point. You know, that feeling of marginalization that was mentioned earlier is something that we've all felt in one way or another, whether it was during high school, college, just on our own, at work, any any place, uh, listening to talk radio. I would love to see what the college campuses look like tomorrow after all this happens. And all those people, there are factions out there now that, that didn't exist when I was going to the yep. punk clubs at BU. And I felt pretty alone. This is awesome. 
the, the colleges, I mean, when Ron Paul speaks at colleges, hundreds of students turn out, which, well, we'll talk about colleges in a moment. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And guard. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where all the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us, including updates. Get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something fresh to announce about the show, go get on the list at updates.freetalklive.com. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Do you need a new computer but don't seem to have the money or the credit to buy one? MyPCCredit.com is your answer. Finance top-quality new computers, laptops, and hundreds of other electronics. There are no credit checks, no turndowns. If you're 18 years or older and have proof of income, you're approved. Prices start at just $22 a month. Go to MyPCCredit.com and finance your new computer today. That's MyPCCredit.com. Let's go to the phones and to the fun. Talk to Scott in Winnipeg. And I said we're going to talk about college kids, but I'll get to that. Scott in Winnipeg, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. Hey, what's hey, up? Scott. Um, I'm a little sad to report that uh, as I, uh, since I'm Canadian, I can't donate any money to Ron Paul's campaign. I'm oh, now you just today. haven't gotten creative. Uh, how? Well, <laughs> I could lie on the thing, but it goes to my credit card. I think they checked the credit card. What you need to do is, do you have any friends in America? Yes, I do. Now, I wouldn't encourage no, you to do this. No, it might be illegal for me to encourage no, you, but no. if you wanted to, you could call a friend in America and, you know, maybe cut him a check or send him a PayPal of the amount of money that you're interested in contributing, and then your friend yeah. could contribute to Ron Paul. There you go. Well, That's you would have to idea. buy something from your friend, uh, yeah. you know, in a legitimate yes. uh, purchase, uh, a thimble, and then your friend could have their own right. volition donate you could buy your yeah you could buy an Mm. email you could you know pay your friend to send you an email back saying that he's going to donate a certain amount of money to ron paul there's that well i do have a friend with the exact same name that i do who lives in washington so i could talk to him it's like i donated (laughs) exactly exactly so was that what your concern was that you couldn't donate is that why you were calling it it was uh because of the the november 5th i was planning on doing it today so i didn't check out the rules until today and then i saw that you had to be an american citizen and it's like, well, dang, I wanted to, you know, I want this guy to, he needs his message to be out there, people to know about him, and uh, that's how people will can vote for him if more people know about him, so money will help that. Now, also, I'd like to point out that uh, for any of our um, international listeners, and we do have uh, quite a number of international listeners to this show, if you don't have any friends in America or you're just too frightened or your friends are too frightened to, uh, to engage in some sort of uh, iffy, questionable behavior like that, Free Talk Live is always happy to take any extraneous mm-hmm. funds that you have sitting in your bank account <laughs> that you you know just feel as though you really want to help uh, spread the message of liberty with. It won't necessarily go directly to Ron Paul's campaign, but by proxy, by proxy, helping Free Talk Live does help the Ron Paul campaign. Think about that. Thank should you. have been you should have been a TV evangelist. Scott, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. You know, I thought about that, Mark. I thought. I should be a TV evangelist? Not about TV evangelism necessarily, (laughs) but just about religion in general, uh, organized religion, and and how lucrative it can be. And I thought to myself, man, I am in the wrong business. Radio, it takes you 15 years to even start making decent money, Mm -hmm. uh, yet these evangelists, uh, these religious people, you just get a few people to join your church, and then you get them them to give up 10% of their income. So, you know, 10 people in your church. And it's tax-free. Right. I mean, you're good to go. 
So and uh, just, the federal government does not require uh, preachers to uh, participate in Social Security, which... Oh, wow. Yeah. I, you know, I don't think they require See? anybody, but I know that specifically they are exempted. The only reason nice. I won't go and do it is because I'm just too honest. I just can't... I couldn't bring myself to be dishonest that way, you know? <laughs> An atheist posing as a preacher just yeah. so I could make some... I'm sure yeah. there are plenty of them that do it. I'm sure there are a lot of questionable preachers but out there. Isn't it interesting how it, it it could possibly drive some people to be dishonest to try to get around the rules? Sure. And you know, these oh, are I people who would typically yeah, these are people who typically are straight and narrow, straight laced people, but because the government sets up impediments to you being able to do what you want to do with your money well, you're going to have to start thinking like a criminal and come up with ways to get around the rules. So we were talking about the Ron Paul campaign and college campuses. Yeah. Now, I myself haven't actually been on a college campus for a while, but when I um, did know some people in college and was visiting them on a somewhat regular basis, there were the occasional political event that would be held at the college. And it wouldn't necessarily be some big-name politician, but... You know, just a local political debate or something like that Mm -hmm. would be held at the college campus. And because I'm a libertarian and we had candidates running, I was at some of these events. Yeah. So I was amazed, amazed at – and this was just, I guess, my first real introduction to politics on college campuses – and I'd always heard the college kids talking a good game about, yeah, yeah, i got to get out and get active and, uh, you know, save the earth. You know, they're all in, a lot of them are into that stuff. Uh, but they, they seemed like they were kind of of the activist mold to mm-hmm. some extent because they seemed unusually interested in politics. They're smart. Right? They have opinions. Uh, you know, they talk about those opinions. Of course they're yeah. involved, right? Yeah. Yeah. There was not a single college kid in the room at the no, debate that I, no. I went to. There were a handful of nope. old people, but uh, no college kids. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they just don't, you know, they don't go out and actually put the rubber to the road when it comes to doing uh, politics. At least that's what I thought until the Ron Paul campaign. But then, and again, it was also based on my experience of, and I love making this analogy, the the rooms of the college kids were so messy, were so filthy, so trashed, that I couldn't understand how they wanted to save the earth. Like They, <laughs> they want to save the environment, but their own uh, little right. environment looks like crap. Start, start at the home, okay? <laughs> Take care of the home first, and then you can spread out, okay? And then you can tell the rest of us what to do. Once you can, you know... Put your dirty cans in the action, you know, in the trash can. They're so so into recycling, but there's just crap everywhere. <laughs> anyway, hey, oh, uh, hey, uh, while you mention that, I, I should bring up uh, if people get an opportunity. Again, a little plug for the site. If they go to the Liberty Conspiracy, I just put a link up for this NBC halftime thing that they did. We mentioned it just to each other off the air, and I'd like to tell people if you get a chance, you've got to, you've got to see this ridiculous video. It's at YouTube now of the NBC football show last night during halftime. As they got green and concerned about the environment, socially conscious, and they turned off the lights in the studios and went by candlelight. Yeah, that's silly. That's a joke. <laughs> and they were joking, right? No, it was for real. Bob Costas no. is sitting there. I'm like, oh, man. It's the, Bob, retire. So find out how much is, is in your account and get out now. And then they go live to, like, no. Iceland or someplace like that where they have Matt Lauer standing by above the Arctic Circle next to an igloo. 
Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You can't shoot video by like candlelight. A, it was like a comedy. Oh man, it was the best. It Wait a was minute, the Mark, best. They couldn't have. It couldn't have been they, for real. They like had, They couldn't have actually had the candlelight. That's the thing. Yeah, they must have opened up the apertures on on their cameras as much as possible. But they had to have had some low light low light lights. In Absolutely. The and then I they mean, had the candles going. Knowing and, a know. little bit about TV production yeah, exactly. work, I know that you got to have lights, lights, lights to even yeah. make things. Look that's what they made it close look like. to normal. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was absolutely hilarious. And they had somebody in. Antarctica. So they had somebody in the Arctic. They had somebody in Antarctic. They had to ship these people all around. Hold on, just yeah. So, to so let they, everybody know about on, just saving to, energy. Right. They they, <laughs> they saved energy by putting uh, uh, candle lights on, but then they flew two jerks to Iceland and yeah. and uh, Antarctica wow. to uh, show you. Well, this is uh, something to do with global cooling or global warming or something. <laughs> See these penguins? They won't have homes if you don't light candles. <laughs> so what I love about the Ron Paul campaign is he's yeah. waking up these uh, college kids that I didn't even know existed. Because you always think that when you think of college kids, you think liberals, a bunch of liberals, right? Well, where are the 2,000 kids coming from that showed up to see Ron Paul speak or the 700 kids that showed up? There was 2,000 in Dearborn, Michigan. Wow. Where do they come from? So he's he's really tapping into this sort of hidden phantom mass of people that's just out there that have been waiting for this message and it's always been my supposition that there's a a massive amount of americans that have been waiting to hear the message of liberty it's just that no one's really been serious about it till now would you like to help others find free talk live you can help us advertise market and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com consider becoming a free talk live amplifier now for three dollars a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com Free Talk Live, it's your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Guard. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Features include, by the way, live streams, broadband version of the show, dial-up version, both for free at freetalklive.com. And you might just own, or know someone that does own, a company that's struggling to collect money owed from past due accounts. Delinquent accounts are problematic not only from the standpoint of diminished revenues, but businesses find themselves sidetracked by the arduous task of trying to collect on these accounts. Consequently, uh, valuable time and resources are pulled away from principal operations. SACL CAI liberates businesses from efficiencies and the vexing task of collections. SACL CAI, see their banner at freetalklive.com. Good guys. Just spoke with one of those guys a little while ago. Indeed. Now, were we we talking about the college thing? Yeah. Did you? I don't know. If, I, I guess I'm pretty much done with that point. Just I'm just amazed that Ron Paul has been able to activate college kids. Because I've always by... said on this show that college kids are useless. And it turns <laughs> out that, no. Maybe not so much. Not so much. Well, he's managed to activ- activate quite a few people. Um, uh, you know, over over three, um, $3 million collected today. Mm. In one day. This Incredible. is the largest amount, certainly in th- um, you know, this campaign season for a Republican to uh, collect in one day. Um, and uh, he's at $6.5 million for the quarter. Uh, $6.54 million for the quarter. Now, the, his goal for the quarter was $12 million, So he's already over halfway to the goal. Halfway to the goal, less and than halfway um, Not you know, even date-wise. halfway done, yeah. yeah. And all that money is going to go towards spreading the freedom philosophy in about uh, seven-tenths and eight-tenths, nine-tenths of 
uh, the way I look at it, and that is just great. Yeah, I don't see how people can say Ron Paul doesn't have a chance. He's just raised more money than any Republican has in one day during this campaign. Yeah. He's got um, he's got probably probably I'm just guess taking a poke here ten million dollars in, in the, the bank. bank. Yeah. Excuse me. That's that's plenty to do advertising. He's uh, he's polling well in New Hampshire. The the heck he doesn't have a chance. Oh yeah, this Just changes because the, everything. The, the media people mm-hmm. are are saying that uh, Rudy Giuliani and Mitt Romney. I don't. You know. Uh, you know. I think they're going to start with this amount of money coming in. I think we're going to start seeing them being a little bit nicer, a little friendlier. In fact, that, that's one of the guys over at Sickle. I was chatting with him about it. He said, yeah, you know, I noticed that, uh, I think it was, he mentioned Hannity was being a little bit nicer to him last time. He I was noticed on. that as well. And yeah. I think you're going to see that, but they're also still subtly trying to jab him. So mm-hmm. we'll see how they adjust themselves this time around. But this is unprecedented. I mean, they're going to have to address it. Just as, And you can tell they don't want to address Ron Paul. They don't want to talk about him, but they, they feel like they have to now because they'll look awful if they don't. Mm-hmm. And so thank goodness for public pressure. Yes. And people, you know, really keeping the pressure on these Thank goodness for the people that are donating, because that's what's making the news right now. That is making the difference. And you Ian, know. I just want to thank you guys. Yeah. I'm not going to mention it on the air, but one of your listeners uh, happens to be somebody from a website. I'm not going to mention the website either until we get this all worked out. But, you know, I mentioned my book on the air. And uh, and uh, this, one, this particular individual emailed me and offered to do a review for a fairly well-known website. And... Um, that is incredibly helpful. Well, and you know, you know, Free Talk Live loves to help you out, Gardner. So Thank you. Uh, we, we're here Thank for you. you. Man. Uh, speaking of other libertarian personalities that are making a difference in America, John Stossel is one of those. Sure is. And uh, he has a little story from RealClearPolitics.com, which otherwise is uh, just a site populated full of neocons. <laughs> so I'm not sure why John Stossel's there. But anyway, uh, he says I interviewed Michael Moore recently for an upcoming 2020 special on healthcare which they've already aired, it's uh, refreshing to interview a leftist who proudly admits he's a leftist. He told me that government should provide food care as (laughs) well as health care. And that big government would work only if the right people were in charge. Of course. You know, we, that's what we've really been looking for with government all along and all the inefficiency that it's had throughout the years right. is the right people need to get in charge. After yeah. all these decades, it's just been just a matter of having the wrong folks, right? Yep. Yeah. You know, and, and, and of course, you can paint with history whoever you think the right people are. Lyndon Johnson, who, I don't know, got there right. by uh, having dead people vote for him. Or, uh, you know, <laughs> FDR and, you know, his w- wife as co-presidents and or whatever. But, you know, sorry, government's inefficient by its very nature. Well, By what, its very nature, it doesn't incentivize people properly. Let's see what old Michael Moore has to say to defend government here. Moore added, I watch your show and I know where you're coming from. Stossel says he knows I defend limited government, so he tried to explain why I was wrong. He began in a very revealing way. I gotta believe that even though I know you're very much for the individual determining his own destiny, you also have a heart. What a non-starter that anybody one is. Who has, anybody who has a heart will not be for anybody being able to determine <laughs> where their own life goes and what they do in their own life. That's great. You also have a what heart. What a socialist. Stossel oh says, God, uh, just no- doesn't get it. Notice his smuggled premise in the words, even though. <laughs> in Moore's mind, someone who favors individual freedom doesn't care about his fellow human beings. If I have a heart, it's in spite of my belief in freedom and autonomy for everyone. 
doesn't it stand to reason that someone who wants everyone to be free of tyranny does so partly because he cares about others? <laughs> Wishing freedoms to, to one's fellow human being strikes me as a sign of benevolence, but more in the left don't see it that right. way. You could actually get more freedom for yourself by being greedy, getting into politics, um, you know, making a bunch of money and having power right. over people. Sure. That's how you'd have more freedom for you. I mean, look at the President of the United States. He's got his own plane. He snaps his fingers. <laughs> he flies all over the place. You right. can't tell me he has, doesn't have all kinds of freedom. He's managed to put all kinds of crony capitalism into place. He's made lots of money. He's really free. No, I want freedom for everyone, including Michael Moore right, well, and well, his fat, pink panty-wearing butt. What libertarians, liberty lovers, understand is that in order to have real freedom, you have to give that freedom to other people. Yeah, yeah. That's the catch-22 of liberty, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Moore thinks respecting others' freedom means refusing to help the less fortunate. But where's the connection? All it means is that the libertarian refuses to sanction the use of physical force, which is what the government is, to help others. Peaceful methods like voluntary charity are the only morally consistent methods. I, for instance, this is John Stossel, give about a quarter of my income to charities because I've seen that private charity helps the needy far better than the government does. Moore followed up with a religious lesson. He said, What the nuns told me is true. We'll be judged by how we treat the least among us. And in that order to be accepted into heaven, we're going to be asked a series of questions. When I was hungry, did you feed me? When I was homeless, did you give me shelter? And when I was sick, did you take care of me? Now, Stossel says, I'm not a theologian, but I do know that when people are ordered by the government to be charitable, that it's not virtuous, it is compelled. Well, I wonder if God's going to ask Michael Moore if he stole things from people, because that's what it is when you, uh, when you vote for you know, people that are going to raise taxes on other people. That's stealing. You're taking their money without asking them. Why would anyone get into heaven because he pays taxes under threat of imprisonment? Moral action is freely chosen action. Mm -hmm. If Moore's goal is to help the less fortunate, he should preach voluntary charity instead of government action. Surprisingly, he did show an understanding of the importance of the libertarian philosophy to America, saying, John, your way of thinking actually was great for this country. I mean, it, it helped to found the country. It even helped build us into one of the greatest nations, perhaps the greatest nation that Earth has ever seen. But limited. now that we have a bunch of money, we need socialists to right. steal it from everybody and spread it around. Limited government. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Every man for himself. Forward movement. Pioneer spirit. That's why a lot of people in these other countries really admire us, because there's this American get-up-and-go. I interrupt here to point out another smuggled premise. Did you catch that every man for himself line? Sure. Mm -hmm. America was never about every man for himself. No, America's society. always been the you know, I, you know, at least in the recent history, has been the most uh, charitable country on the planet. A free society is about voluntary communities operating through the division of labor. Libertarianism is far from every man for himself. Because remember, in uh, the marketplace, you have to satisfy others in order to make yourself happy. You have to satisfy others to make a profit and then live comfortably. Socialists cannot see this. They cannot see that a business could possibly do anything for anyone. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, mm -hmm. the car you're driving around, the one that allows you to make money so that you can uh, give it away to people or, or be taxed on it or whatever um, you know thing you'd believe in, that car was made by capitalism. That house you live in, made by capitalism. But, you know, the other thing about the socialists is they always have 
as far as their concern with business, they always have a laundry list of, of you know, violations in their mind of what these evil businesses have been doing and, you know, the, why these businesses are bad. But the fact is, the list of things that businesses do that make people happy and satisfy them is 20 million bazillion times longer. It's just that that's not newsworthy and it's not as interesting when businesses are operating correctly. More on the way. Talk Live, only moments remain. Just enough time for your call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And guard. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, join up and become a Free Talk Live amplifier. That's amp.freetalklive.com. That's where you want to go. You'll learn more about the program. You'll learn it stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is that you send in 3 bucks a month. We take it and turn it around into more radio stations airing this show. Uh, we're not actually buying the time. That would be really, really expensive. Yeah, uh, sure would. We, uh, we take that money in and we advertise the program. We get stations interested. They come bo- on board and they take... You know, maybe the Saturday show, maybe the weekday show, whatever. Sometimes we'll buy them a uh, satellite receiver if they need such a thing. Right, yeah, we do buy them some equipment, um, and that's actually good for us, that because when, when we buy them the equipment, we can actually sign them on for a longer period of time to carry the show in order to sort of pay for the, the equipment over time. And uh, really, the whole AMP program has been working out so well for us. We're on 31 stations today, and I Fantastic. have to say that you know, 25 of them are probably there because of the AMP program. So it'd be hard to say otherwise. And, it, you know, you think about it, that's that's really people who are interested in spreading the word, who like the, yeah. the, the work that you guys do. And it's awesome. I was, I was thinking about it while I was here when Mark was mentioning, you know, Lyndon Johnson and dead people voting and things <laughs> like that. And I thought, you know, how much fun it is. To a lot of times when you get talk radio hosts, they sit there and they just want to prove how much they know, mm-hmm. you know. But with you guys, it's a conversation. You're just sitting around, you're talking around the coffee yeah, table, and you invite people in. You know what I mean? Well, you've got stuff that you offer, you've got right. stuff that you offer, Mark, and I've got things that I offer, and the callers have things they offer. And every I learn day a lot you guys from do the show. Oh, it's fan- exactly same thing with me. And that's one of the things I I always think about when I'm on the air. Um, and it's it's a little tricky because uh, my producer is more of a traditional sort of uh, neocon type guy, and mm. he's easily swayed with the with a lot of that stuff. But I think uh, it's just great when when you're not out to sort of well, let me prove to you what I know, you know that sort of thing. Right. It's like you know, here I need to offer you know, and it's just conversations, great. And I can't believe the show's almost over. So it's not just what just I know. Amazing. I was talking about this. I was sending an email today. It's not just what they know. It's also who they can get on the show. Today on the Hush on Hannity show, we've yeah. got Senator So and So, Senator So and So, followed by Senator mm-hmm. So and So. You know, it's just like the laundry list of political name dropping. One of the things I like to do is listen to a typical talk radio show yeah. and count the number of seconds before somebody drops a political name, before yeah. Yeah. you know Hillary Clinton's name is mentioned or something Tom like Dashel. that. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just find point. that so uninteresting. And, and you know, and, uh, and you're you're often coached to do that stuff. Get guests, yeah. get guests, get guests. And I say, you know what? If I spend all that time getting guests and I'm supposed to be talking to these guests, I don't have enough time to go in-depth into the subjects we'll be discussing. 
I'm going to look like a neophyte. I don't want to be uninformed on these things. And these people will run around me and say things that I might not be able to question. So I'll take my own sweet time. Thank you. And Absolutely. now, thankfully, I don't have to do that as much where I am now, which is great. Indeed. Well, of course, the longer you go at this, the little more the more clout you get and the more you control you can have over your yeah. show. But uh, the more money that comes in as the uh, from the amplifier program, the more stations we can cut on. It's it's just a fact. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com and see the way we're spending the money. Uh, you get you get perks too, like access to the amp only call in lines, amp only chat room and forum and more. Uh, in fact, I was just you know as an aside, I was talking with a guy um, in the radio business, like one of the radio consultants. Or I was emailing him. He hasn't emailed me back, but I'm sure he will. Uh, and I was sharing with him an experience from over the weekend because we could, just got a new station on board here in Keene, New Hampshire, where we do the show from. Excellent. And they're on for our Saturday show. And so, you know, I know people here in Keene, obviously, and I know some of our listeners in Keene. And what was interesting to me was that our listeners that were sitting, some of our listeners were sitting at their computers at home listening on the radio. And I just thought that was the coolest thing Mm. because, yeah, you could argue it was just the novelty. Oh, their first night on the air, they're going to listen to the radio. But, But when we're on the air, we encourage our Internet listeners. It's an active thing. We say, if if there's a station in your area, please listen to them. Well, and it's, and then, it's just a lot easier too. Your computer, um, you know, the downloads, uh, it, it increases the bandwidth width you can use and that kind of thing. So not that much. I mean, if you're on a cable modem connection or something like that, it's it's not a big, lo- it's not a load of bandwidth to load up our broadband stream. So you know, the fact that one of our guys that that normally listens to us on the the stream was listening on his little alarm clock radio. He was talking in the in the uh, the amp chat room about how he wished he had a better AM receiver so he could listen, you know, on something better than the alarm clock radio. But the mm-hmm. fact is, he was sitting at his computer listening on the alarm clock radio when he could have been listening to the broadband stream. And so I was pointing that out to this guy, saying, you know, this is one of the other things that Free Talk Live is doing. Is one of the concerns in the radio business today is that oh no, radio's losing all these listeners to you know the internet and the iPod and and the know. newer younger talent that's on the internet. Yeah. Right, and and it's true the radio people do need to be concerned about that. But the fact is, if they put shows like Free Talk Live on the air on their stations, we can turn that trend around. We can take internet listeners and turn them into radio listeners. Because I think that even though radio is is a decades-old technology, I still think there's something cool. Like, there's something cool about being able to press a button and have an audio, what's essentially an audio stream, come out of this essentially box, the Mm -hmm. radio box, if you will. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's being transmitted somewhere else entirely. It's it's a cool thing, radio is. All the way across the world, and you're not getting that radio signal, except it's coming through this other way. It's this digitized thing now. It's it's totally neat. It's fantastic. But but radio is still cool, even though the internet is, is neat and fantastic. Radio itself, as old as it is, is still a neat technology. It's just the thing they're missing is relevant programming for certain people. And the people that we're talking about and here it's a heck are of a lot, It's a heck of a lot easier to keep a customer than it is to gain a new customer. So, yeah. um, you know, that's one of the reasons to carry Free Talk Live. Well, and and it is bringing new people in. You know, we're taking people from the Internet and we're giving them radio stations to listen to us live on. You know, our podcast listeners can't listen live. 
Uh, which, of course, that's the benefit of podcasting is that you can listen anytime, but there's still something cool about hearing the show as it happens. And that's something that our radio affiliates offer. And so I love the fact that Free Talk Live can be this sort of multi-platform, multimedia show and that we can drive listeners back and forth between uh, the different venues. And I just think that's really exciting. And that's something that AMP is allowing us to do is get those stations on board. And, of course, when a new station comes on board, there's a whole bunch of new people out there that have never heard this show before that are going to start listening. And so, amp.freetalklive.com. Just the last few thoughts from John Stossel here on socialism and voluntary options versus coercion, which is sort of one of the themes of this show, is that the marketplace and voluntary solutions are more effective and also the moral thing to do as far as helping people is concerned. Whereas people like Michael Moore and other socialists, they want the government to step in. They want the government to provide the aid. They want the government services. And And they believe that it's moral to force people at the point of a gun to do what they consider the right thing. They'll never admit to pointing guns at people. You you cannot get them to admit that. Oh, I've talked to socialists where I've gotten them to admit it, but not on the air. Okay, because it's pretty unprecedented, at least on the air. Anyway, after acknowledging that limited government helped make America great, this is John Stossel interviewing Michael Moore. Moore went on to say, quote, But I don't think that what you believe is what's going to allow us to survive. (laughs) He means that if government doesn't assure people health care and food, that our society will disintegrate. But why would a philosophy that was good enough to build a successful society be unsuited to sustaining that society? Yeah, it makes no non-sequitur. Individual freedom with minimal government made it possible for masses of people to cooperate for their mutual advantage. Mm -hmm. As a result, society could be rich and peaceful. As the great economist Ludwig von Mises wrote, What makes friendly relations between human beings possible? is the higher productivity of the division of labor, a preeminent common interest. The preservation and further intensification of social cooperation becomes paramount and obliterates all essential collisions. Freedom and benevolence go hand in hand. So, you know, the fact is that division of labor, the idea that you can basically specialize in something, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of instead of having to be a farmhand and try to grow your own crops and try to, you know, make your own clothes and try to do make your own farm equipment. Right. Somebody does each one of those things and you need those people Mm -hmm. because I don't know me going out and, you know, Putting fence posts in the ground. I know you can't fix anything around the house. Right. Well, you know, uh, a long time ago, I wrote a piece about the Muscular Dystrophy Association Mm -hmm. because for years, MDA, they promoted. I remembered. I felt so happy because uh, Jerry Lewis got on and he said uh, many years ago, you know, we don't take a dime of government money. Wow. And, And it was great. The very next year, they changed their policy. And both he and Ed McMahon went and lobbied. He went to the House, I think, and Ed went to the Senate. And, you know, these are noble guys, and they're they're trying to help people, and they don't recognize, or maybe they they do think that uh, it's okay, and they're going and and trying to forcibly get people's money. The American Cancer Society does it now, the American Heart Association. You look at the YWCA, they're having Hillary Clinton come visit. That's the Young Women's Christian Association. It it destroys them from the inside out. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Real quick, um, contribute. Sorry, uh, Ron Paul's at, uh, the website's at 6.62 million, so just shooting up incredibly. We'll give you the final numbers tomorrow night and the update on Julia's run for office here in Keene as well. We'll talk to you then. Freetalklive.com in the meantime. 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. 